OK punters, it's time to partner with Betfair and preview Placid Arc Stakes Day. BJ Ryan, Terry Layton and Tom Johnston. We're teaming up to record episode 149 of The One One. This is your West Australian Racing Podcast. It's just after 11am on Thursday, the 3rd of November. We've got a Bunbury Turf Club at Belmont meeting this afternoon. Ascot and Geraldton on Saturday and we're back in the Great Southern for an Albany meeting this Sunday. I'm excited. Should be. racing. And don't forget, BJ, stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the market. City mates, get out stakes competition. Um, and don't forget, we have our uh, Mundaring Hotel. I just said that one. What's the what's the middle one called? Yeah. Mundaring Hotel. <laughs> Deary me. Mastermind uh, competition. Tommy Wolf coming back for week number two, taking on Brandon Webster. We've got mm. Baby Paris versus um, Rumor Says and Wild Bell. Mm. It's a prelude to the. This is this is the real Placid Art <laughs> prelude. <laughs> this uh, is the yeah, real yeah. one. But uh, but Brandon was pretty keen to get involved on on Twitter and accepted the challenge. And it's good to have him on board. And uh, yeah, Webster Racing Stable was of course a flying Fernie Racing. Trained a few winners as well. So uh, going to have good guests as well as uh, looking forward to seeing how they go. A um, couple of form horses clashing. Exactly, 100%. Uh, Betfair-wise, betfair.com.au. Um, we've got our own page on the Betfair Hub now. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the one one there uh, where you can find all our episodes and uh, our best, our Betfair bests of the mm. day. So You started um, with a bang like the first time you posted last week and you started with a bang. Massimo, we both have Massimo actually, and um, yeah. So you might, uh, I reckon you've just got to go on a streak now through the pinnacles. Yeah, we'll call it BJ's best of the pinnacles. Fuck that! Wasn't, <laughs> wasn't that just pure wit? I'm really glad that came out as well as it did. But uh, yeah, it all happened. You know, they've done all the feature races. They should be up on Betfair by the time this comes to you. They should be up 11 a.m. type thing. They should be up already. They Let's should be up on. already. They won't be. They won't, <laughs> they won't be far away. I was up till bloody the wee air was writing them. So. Um, no, they should be up uh, up shortly, and um, yeah, just 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 exciting times ahead. BJ. So little <clears throat> little birdie tells me that you're on little birdie this morning, but also that you might be uh, that to Gareth Hall um, might be in town next week to do some uh, to do some recording for Giddy Up with Gareth uh, at Ascot Trackwork, and the Guru might be involved somewhere somewhere in the mix. <laughs> yeah, the mix? I believe so. Details are all been a bit sketchy at this point in time, but uh, yeah, no, Gareth's here next week, and obviously there's a, a fair bit happening, so we'll, um, yeah, I think we'll be doing a couple of shows with SEN and um, just dribbling shit and hoping Devoted's there to dribble shit about. Mm. It all comes back to Devoted. That's all I really care about <laughs> in life at the moment. Um, but, yeah, so that is everything that's happening in the wonderful world of Betfair, betfair.com.au. All right. It's a fantastic card to get stuck into, so let's get cracking. Um, and to start things off, it's time to um, do the Ascot track report, brought to you by Witten's Irrigation and Design, whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. Terry, what are we thinking? Oh, throw it to Tommy, I reckon. Tommy. Throw to me. Uh, that's nice of you. Um, <laughs> rail at six, which generally oh, yeah. for me means if you can land one one in a suitable race, it's the ideal spot. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I've played the days. Look for races. You don't want to be too far back, but it certainly hasn't been like impossible to make some ground. So I'll play it as somewhat fair. Look to those closer to the speed. I think it will play similarly to opening day in the first two lanes will be the place to be. Okay. Um, but 
I try to go in with an open mind at the minute of just let races one, two, and three happen and then actually figure out what the pattern will be. I won't be, I won't be letting them happen. I reckon I'll be diving in. Yeah, I'll dive in, but I'll be prepared to change my bet. <laughs> yeah. I think so, one thing about big fields, this, big fields early too. So, yes. The big uh, yeah. fields, um, last time we were at the six metres, it was pretty fair. I've just tried to go in with no preconceived ideas, but just the big fields, it just allows, like if you get a couple of, couple of, Dog shit runners out in France. Next thing you know, they're stopping on the field and you want to be in a moving line. So oh, I just think it's great fields to to use your maps with and just, yeah, in saying that, there'll be probably a red hot <coughs> rail now and uh, I'll back six things that will settle in the three wide line. I'll go out and let me say that five minutes will come from the 1-1. One, one on Five will come from the 1-1. One, one. Six, mate. I'll go we'll, six, actually. From this, from this from podcast? podcast? It'll be nine. <laughs> surely, surely, not surely it'll be nine, won't it? <laughs> Between us, we'll tip the card. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but the, the Craig Whitten uh, message in, he said that they're they're really happy with the the growth of the grass in recent weeks. It's getting up to exactly where they need it, which is perfect timing for uh, for Railway Stakes Day next Saturday. But um, but yeah, the track's in tremendous condition, heading towards the start of the Pinnacles this Saturday. So happy days, uh, as Tommy said. Rails out six meters. They're thinking it's going to be about 22, 23 degrees, so a nice day. I think it starts getting a bit warmer next week onwards, though. So uh, things are really heating up literally so let's get cracking race one is the tab touch west speed platinum series this is heat number three the final um hundred thousand dollar west speed platinum final is on winter bottom stakes day so um any qualifiers that you know of for that race already tommy oh there's the big one yeah but the big hate it's race over isn't it let's Pikey's just talk been, about, yeah. been booked no, that's a complete lie actually Historian, of course terry and uh tommy are uh um, major, he races, major, major shareholders. And he races. It's a, bit under, it's a bit low key that he's racing today, actually, isn't it? And he's a he's, he's probably a live hope today. He goes well on the short backup. It's uh, geez, not a bet price for me today, Tom. No, neither. Um, all right. Anyway, race one. It's uh, this is a cracking platinum race. A lot of the platinum races have been fairly underwhelming throughout the year. This is wild. This eighteen plus two to start things off yeah. is really ninety-one dollars accepted elsewhere. So ninety-one dollar yep. will probably go to the sixty plus later. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the big thing that I think you need to take into account straight away, this is 1,400 metres, not 12, and there's a lot of these. I think the 1,400 sees them out. I don't know. If, I still don't think Rain of Fire runs out a real strong 14, coupled in the barrier 15 and the 60 kegs. Um, requisition. I think I actually think requisition's going – it's a different horse at the moment. Mm. It got the 12. I don't think it's impossible to get the 1,400. Uh, but then you've got hot-blooded Dadira. They've got to be big question marks at the 1,400, and they're both semi in the market as well. So I think a key aspect of this race is the um, is the fact it's 14, not 12. Pike, uh, <coughs> pardon me. Brett Pope's got four runners in this race. Yeah, he loves a – he's had a pretty good record in the um, – Platinum's recently. Got rec- requisition. requisition and Bananana. Yes. Bananana. Bananana. Uh, fire sale. A few punters slipped C- on that. <laughs> so likeable. Um, uh, Absolutely st- none. I was just going to talk about the speed map. So I just don't understand how it's six bucks. You got a mate. Tommy's got a favourite, doesn't he? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't have a favourite. I just, I just like the gates. It so. has to be in the market, though, doesn't it? It's gonna, Dude, because the map. Yeah, that's oh, it's, it's gonna. I took three dollars twenty in one of the worst races in Kalgoorlie two weeks ago. Now you're talking six bucks. You kidding me? Brock's doing some. Yeah, he is. Some, right. um, <laughs> pretty good things. With I his, don't uh, want to completely knock any Brock's at the moment. Um, but yeah. Um, so Tommy J, first up. What are your thoughts on uh, race one on uh, Placid Arc Stakes Day? Uh, like, 
it's it's a great start in terms of the quality of the race for a Westby <laughs> Platinum. Yeah. But it's just like a night like I don't want to talk about it because I'm half disgusted by what I've done. But like I'm sweet tea yep. favorite, which is probably right. But I'm Glasgow girl second favorite. Oh, like, Tommy. Which is just sums up where I'm at. Someone check um, his temperature. <laughs> mentally. Um <laughs> I was so likable, eight dollars, just purely on the map, like what comes across Sea Wave. Um like it just it looked like Have it was going to get you a pretty got, comfortable. You got Glasgow outside leader? Yeah, Glasgow. No, can't, she can't no, jump. Can't jump. Uh, she's not jumping. She? Um, yeah, she. She, yeah. Girl. That's it does make sense, away. doesn't yeah, it? It's a giveaway. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I've got horses like Success Play and Key Trade and all those somewhere near the market and Dadira and Hot Blooded around. I've got $15. Cantoneer is not impossible at 21s. Like what? I don't know. It's just <laughs> it's a it's a great viewing race. Um, I'll probably end up on five horses and not back the winner here which is going to be probably deserving so yeah i'm, I'm not going to commit to i like this or anything like that It'll, i'll wait for late of something that hits 61 dollars and probably play that sweet tea this is a day surely guru oh geez you're, you're brave backing one that's going to be probably four maybe five back the fence um is it going to be that there. far back yeah she doesn't yeah, four yeah, back i yeah, cannot Cannot step out the gates, old old sweet tea. Got her gender right as well. She's a mare. Um, two from two. Yeah, thank you. Uh, cannot step out the gate, sweet tea. With with normal luck, suspect she's the hardest to beat. Understand her being favourite in this market, but um, yeah, I just I see things being ugly from four or five back the fence. On her. And I reckon as well, her, she's got the best form lines, but she also got the right run against big screen on that really nice rail uh it was really good first up as well obviously and yeah she'll be popular and i understand um people being keen on her but i just for me it screams hard luck story from mm. where she's going to be in the run so so who are you favorite this is oregon this is close to your best bet of the day as well we're going to just <laughs> pop straight in i think key trades are living living a living breathing an absolute living breathing just a bit like it's gonna it's gonna need some luck but i think drawn wide here with the way this race maps is pretty good in a three wide line moving into it um trialed super with the big um big weight of alan kennedy um and then first up came out uh ran fourth behind requisition from dead last after drawing widest that day it and was it prize pursuit sprinted together and it left Price Pursuit standing. Price Pursuit came out last week and run third to Written Matter in a 66 plus. Like it was, you probably got to say Key Trade was close to the run of the day for its grade, if that makes sense. Most recent, you go, oh, hang on, it's fallen in at a class three at Northern. Nothing is making an inch of ground at Northern. The middle of that track is absolutely gone. Like it's just, a, it's just bottomless. It's, it's, Completely cooked. The horse it beat home, Fiorucci Mama got it. It got to lead, and Fiorucci Mama is a really good horse when leading. Like that's mm. better than a average class three. It drops a kilo. I think Fiorucci Mama is better than these. Um, gonna need luck in a three wide line. We'll yeah. see. Yeah, we'll see. Ten dollars plus throughout, but yeah, I'm three dollars ninety. It's key trade each way to the bank. Off we go. What a what a start to the pinnacles. <laughs> what a start to the pinnacles. Just yeah. Anyway, I got requisition um, equal second favorite sweet tea. I actually just think it's a different horse at the moment. I think it and Sea Wave might work together. It might come across. Sea Wave might come across with it. You a bit of non-team riding, team riding. Yeah, exactly right. Like exactly. It. it will be. Yeah, they'll both keep. They'll both try. But I mean, they'll, they'll be you got hot blooded Terry. Uh three ninety key trade. Sorry. Uh, oh, the other horses. Uh, hot blooded. I have. I really liked. The way Hot Blood is racing, mm. 15 bucks. 
That's right. Okay. Plus 15 flat. So. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Um, just missing kicks and putting itself in, in tough positions. Sticky. Um, oh, I just love what I've, yeah, I love what I've seen from key trade. It's not Terry, a, does, it's not Terry, a, does, Terry doesn't want to hear any more about his races, okay? <laughs> I just, no outside noise. I just want it to have to, normal luck. Nothing just to money Normal luck, waters. get central. Um, yeah. So big, who wins? Big fan. I don't mind key trade. <laughs> 390. Yeah. <laughs> right, I reckon Betfair late will be better than the nine bucks around at the moment. All right. That is the uh, West, that's heat three of the Westbeed Platinum Series heat finale in two weeks' time. Race two is the Amelia Park handicap, rating 66 plus over the uh, 1600 metres. Well, you always know when Castillo de Lago is in the in the race that he's going to lead and he's going to set a genuine clip, and so it's going to be uh, it's going to be a genuine test of sixteen hundred meters, Terry. Yeah, it certainly will be. It was thirty um, odd days between runs at last start as well, which is um, was probably makes the effort at even that little bit better than it was. But you'll notice when Castillo de Lago is in races, it um, he always gives a, a massive uh, kick into the straight and the winners, like the last few that have beaten him, Santorio was sort of towards its back Western night, I think breezed from memory. He ended up breezing. Ended yeah, up breezing. Yeah. Uh, Rejuva King was, I think, three of the fence or yes, left back. Correct. Yep. And Caramundo wasn't far from a, a similar spot. So the thing with Castillo del Lago is it gives such a nice kick into the straight. You want to be in that line. Like it takes you all into it. So I think the most important thing in a race with Castillo del Lago, if you're not going to back Castillo del Lago itself, is to find a horse that's drawn well and will be sucked into the race by Castillo del Lago because it would just give such a good kick. It obviously gives it up at the 100 most mm. times, um, but it gives such a good kick. So straight away that obviously brings um, – Sort of brings in Stylax from four. I think Groundbreaker from seven can come across, um, but then obviously Rock's Legacy, Rock Legacy Constant yeah. Dreaming, and Stella Vista barriers one, two, three. Um, I think Constant Dreaming, who actually led a few races earlier this year, albeit in staying he, races, yeah, yeah, but it still jumped nicely. Yep, it drew the widest last start. I think it's got the um, potential to to jump and sort of land three of the fence here, and I I just think that's your right moving line. Um, but in regards to who's going to win the race, I'm a bit clueless. Apart from that, I, um, there's a few that are overs. I'm quite keen okay. on a little double here of Groundbreaker and Stylax. I think they're the two. I think we might get our first winner from the 1-1 one -one here um, <laughs> in Groundbreaker. So, so you're saying Key Trade won't win the first? No, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> I, I thought you meant from <laughs> no. the position the 1-1. One -one. He does. He does. <laughs> no. <laughs> Mate, only bad um, luck gets a beat. I'm, I'm $4.60 Groundbreaker. I thought last time was really good I'm effort. six bucks. Um, and it, oh, it's currently double figures. So mm. that's think it starts double figures. Though. Yes, I, the, I the thing, agree. I've actually wrote myself a little note just saying, like, just be patient. I don't feel like you need to dive in and take markets. Like, in, I was looking at the first, like, there's 136% with a lot of the books. Mm. Like, race two, we're looking at now, it's 127%. Like, yeah. none of these are going to drift wildly. Like, Stella Vista 420, the way it's racing, it's going to start four or five bucks. Like, they're not going to drift wildly. That's the thing. There's no rush it's such a that's the best part about this we just we can just be patient patience is for cowards I I'm, <laughs> actually I'm, re I'm quite keen um groundbreaker and we'll save on stylax in this race i think groundbreaker up to the mile here um is well suited should be close to the speed it'll be run at decent tempo which i actually thinks in groundbreakers uh favor the only concern is what breezes and how well that's traveling of it they might struggle to find a gap coming into the bend and up dare say it doesn't want to be held up here um to be able to win this race but 
I was a lot longer Stella Vista shouldn't have won last start um, <laughs> last week um, strike now is too short in my market um, Rock Legacy is a little bit too short in my market Find Your Man's way too short in my market so um, for me it looks an easy play here of Groundbreaker and have a little something on Stylax to break even or small profit mm-hmm. pretty similar I I, I <clears throat> I marked this race without any real, like I didn't sit down and try and get it to the cent or anything, but I marked Groundbreaker, Constant Dreaming, and Stella Vista all six bucks. So current market suggests I back Groundbreaker and Constant Dreaming, um, both at around the $10 mark. Yeah. I like yeah, five I like, bucks Dutch. I like Constant Dreaming and Starlax from the low draws. I think Ooh. they're probably going to be following it. Can we, box those, box we, can box, yeah, we can box those three then, yeah. can't we? Yeah, I think Constant Dreaming is just about, this is, just looks a nice, nice race for it, doesn't it? At this stage of its preparation, CJP, low draw, building. Uh, Starlax, that was a good win under the weight. The other day, what's it dropped? Four and a half kilos with a, with a gate, stable in form as well. Um, as Terry said, Castillo de Lago sets that tempo, just sort of drags those low draw drawn horses into the into the race so they're going to get their opportunities aren't they so that was sort of the way i was landing um if you do like constant dreaming have a look at the last run mm. and compare it with strike now mm. and just it was near identical performances mm. right um constant dreaming draws two strike now draws 12 um and striking out six bucks constant dreaming's 11 12 bucks yeah so it's a really good comparison on its own. Plus, Constant Dreaming should be peaking more than Strike now, who's probably been up longer and had its opportunity to find its best form. Yeah, I said they're, they're, they've gone to the blinkers, they're reaching a bit, Pikey's on, so I can see why mm. it's sort of in that realm. Um, one horse I wanted to ask you about, it. it's a hor- horrible draw, but I think the best of Pat's got sass is, is sort of right in the mix here. Just- I thought it was the horse I'd find mm. when I started doing the race, but it was the mile, the fact it's 28 days and the fact that I don't, um, it will take forever. To probably get to the breeze and do all that work, so lots of negative. It's, it's a horse yeah, that I don't eggs, think will yeah. back here. And even if it's gassed at the fourteen hundred, if it gets there and looks happy, I'll, it's one I'll sort of keep in mind for for weeks coming, uh, for for weeks ahead. So um, yeah, cracking race. So, so this is one of those races where like we. None of us like will have mentioned that we like Rock Legacy um, or we're not tipping Stella Vista. It definitely can win. Position yeah. of power was luckless last start. I reckon there'll be people coming at those type of horses too, especially yeah. Rock Legacy. Um, that's not for me at all. I'm significantly longer. but um, And there'll be people probably just taking luck out of the equation and saying, well, hang on, $8, $9 each way because still let it alone. Yeah, so I'm just true. saying yeah. that that's why that I just feel like there is like constant dreaming. Like We're all expecting is, is, is that above your price? to get rolled over. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Dreaming, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. well above your price. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if constant dreaming jump $16 bet fair yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if it jumped $7.50 bet fair yeah like, it's a real like groundbreaker Tommy like from that yard like are you do you think the $11 will be the best price I I, I wouldn't surprise me if it jumps $8 or if it jumps $15.50 like yeah. trying to judge prices in, on a day like this is um pretty difficult which is good absolutely just just touching on the jockey of Pat Scott Sash Kishore Duran um big day for him at Ascot Saturday, last Saturday, um, winning the Apprentices Cup. Did he? I never know. What did you think of the? What did you think of the salute, gentlemen? Uh, I, I was quite impressed. <laughs> you know? It. Um. Do you know notice it was the first ever Apprentices Cup run below benchmark in my lifetime? <laughs> they've, they've gone so slow up front. I couldn't believe it. I thought it'd be on for young and old at the thousand. Yeah. 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 Uh, few steady hands. Yeah. Was, Kesh just Kesh just worried about it. Yeah. No. <laughs> So he's two hundred and fifty dollars lighter, courtesy of the uh, pre 
winning post yes. salute. Worth well, every penny. I, yeah, I was going to say, if I was on, I would have happily paid that for him. I love that type of stuff. So I just yeah. see, I just see that the, uh, the the races WA has, has put out a, um, a post on the on the socials. Who's the best? Uh, winning salute, and it's got Damien Oliver on Media Puzzle, Brendan Avdala, which was a cracker on Lasquetti Spirit in the uh, VRC Oaks, Mitchy Pateman, he should just be like there's probably about 12 Hall of Fame, as you said before. Off here, Dream Lifter down at Albany is one of the best I've oh, ever seen. Epic, and then Cash has made the four for his uh, for his I don't know if that's a bit of recency bias or whatever when it comes to salutes, <laughs> but he's in the he's in the, the running just from nowhere. Like, Cash has written a lot of winners, and it was just from nowhere. Did <laughs> Yeah, just from absolutely nowhere. Who was what was the one in what was the one in Broome? It was a Broome Cup five, ten years ago. It was either Peter Hall or Mitchell Pateman. I'm not sure which one of the two it was. And they stood up with a hundred to go. No, like standing up slow. They won by five lengths. Oh, I'm not gonna think of, I'm not gonna think of the horse's name. Was it Red Silks? Uh I will let me have a let me have a think. It raced in town quite a bit, went up there. Won a, I think it was the Broome Cup. Yeah, right. Not yeah. Gloryland. No, it wasn't Gloryland. No, no, no. It came from came from Rearwood. Um, that's one of my favourites of all time. Yeah, because they stood up so far. And <laughs> like, yeah, they still. They I were, think they I think, were barely at the six hundred. I think one. That, <laughs> I think I think one that they missed some uh, some um, WA racing nineties uh, aficionados will uh, remember this one. Chatty Davies uh, was a jockey in WA, now retired. He went over to ride a West Australian horse called Singing the Blues in the Oakley Plate. And uh, if you ever see the replay, I'll try and dig it up. Um, and put it on Twitter. It was one of the all-time great salutes. It went over there for uh, the WA Connections and won the Group 1 Oakley Plate at Caulfield. Epic. So he was stiff, Chatty. You should have been in the mix there, mate. But uh, anyway, we better move on. Race 3 is the Furphy Handicap graduation over the 1,200 metres, and we saw a smart horse win a couple of weeks ago, guys, in the form of Ollie's Choice from the Brock Luthwaite stable. He goes around here on the fortnightly uh, backup here. Sean O'Donnell, 61 kgs, barrier 13. But, geez, he looks a type, Terry. Yeah, that's all the ugly things, isn't it? 61 mm. and 13, dearie me. And, you know, tell you what, he's gone up a kilo and it's a harder race. So, oh, yeah, but uh, you don't win much more impressively than that. Uh, he drew well last start, still ended up deep, no cover. I think Sean O'Donnell will be thankful he had a pretty good one under him, um, which has actually happened a few times on this same horse. He he just about could be undefeated in his career. Like he's got, back through, got some real quality about him. Like even he's a top, a, he's yeah. a black top horse, I think, mm. in the making. Yeah. Um, Ollie's choice, but um, <clears throat> look, he didn't get the luck last start, and he still won the race. So he could actually, despite drawing worse, could end up getting a three wide line here or whatnot. But. Geez, he's, he's a tough betting proposition yeah. at that sort of price, just with those. Um, he's around 350 at the moment. Yeah, so. look, I, I marked him around for, I've got a lot of respect for him. And this is the type of horse I'd usually go into trying to take on. It's just, I think he's so good yeah. that I didn't want to go in taking him on too hard. But I marked him favourite, um, sort of a long, I marked this race quite loosely. I found it difficult to mark mm. um, with category three. Uh, I didn't want to be too category three orientated after just one performance. Um, but uh, it was an impressive performance. Pike, he goes on and he gets six and a half. Uh, it's half, six and a half kilos off Ollie's choice as well. So, um, yeah, I, I can make a case for those two fairly strongly. I think a big improver, none of the prices here are getting me, by the way, so mm. there won't be a bet for me now. I'll, I'll have a look late and see what's um, see what's happening. But I think Magic to exceed will be a massive improver. Forget it went around last start, didn't get to the top. It's a different horse leading. Beat multinational last campaign uh, from lead or breeze, sorry. Yeah. Um, it'll be a big improver. And uh, I know 
I keep doing my ass on him, but Rock and Rupert has actually been jumping really well, and there's heaps of slow ones drawn around him. I can't see any reason why they don't be a bit more aggressive on Rock and Rupert this week, and I reckon they'll sit in the first six. Try and land in Rupert. front of Mosquito. That's its go, I think. Well, I think Mosquito will be dead last because it yeah. can't jump. Yeah. So, um, But, yeah, Sean and Jake Casey have got some enigmatic gallopers, and they've got a few of them engaged here. But, um, yeah, it's uh, the market is very much – looks very much like mine at the moment with Ollie's choice – um, category three, Rock and Roof, Magic Tookie. So there's been good money, real danger, which mm. is understandable of its last win, but maybe it just found the right race. Oh, I didn't say that. It's sat deep. Red, but all of its wins have been like that. Start actually. before it was desperately unlucky. Too, mm. real it might be coming of age to some degree, but mm. you'd suspect Pike's on the number one. Yes, yeah, William Pike riding category three in this recent white and Clint Johnson Porter on real danger. As Terry laid out, Ollie's choice around the 350. Then we've got category three, 460, 480. Other horses in the market, Rock and Rupert, Colossal, both around the $8 mark. Uh, real danger, Magic to exceed, both the, they're really the next line of betting there, uh, the $10 and, and perhaps the lightly leader, Vogue's choice around the 14 $12 mark. Tommy, your thoughts on race three? <clears throat> yeah, look, it wasn't a race I was particularly interested in diving into. I was $5, f- uh, $5.40 favourite. Ollie's choice, um, just map, looks sticky, top weight. Like, it's just I really couldn't get it much shorter. Um, I didn't really want to be on it. And Magic to Exceed, Rock and Rupert, I was equal second pick at $8. Um, the one in the market that I think they've – got wrong in not that it's too long but colossal i was 31 so i can't like i thought it was very poor first i thought its trial was just really plain it's now what five weeks between runs here um i had colossal as a horse to be on anywhere it went next start yeah well after its last run in saying that i'm 16 dollars here i agree with um everything else you're saying it's um it's just not but and it, i think from 14 i don't know where it ends up either mm-hmm. i think that's a They've got a decision to make early of that could make or break its race. So might try and follow Ollie potentially. That might be the yeah. Game. But then you end up, I dare say, a fair way back if that horse doesn't. And the way to beat it might be on map. Yeah. So yeah. Um, for me, it doesn't look. It looks out of Magic to Exceed or Rock and Rupert as the one that whichever drifts the most. I dare say, I'll probably end up a little bit, but. Could see wild drifts here because Category 3 and Ollie's will be real popular. I reckon we could see some wild prices for potentially Magic to Exceed with people not willing to forgive and do a speed map. And even Rock and Rupert, people might just uh, just could had enough. Get, had enough. Had exactly. Enough Would not surprise me if one of them gets near 20 bucks, Tommy. Any kind of positivity on Rock and Rupert is, brings his horse right into the race. Mm-hmm. Last start, it should have won. Three starts I, go probably should I reckon won. Rock and Rupert early can be quicker than Magic to exceed. This is the type of race Rock and Rupert can probably lead. No one will consider that as an option, but it is actually jumping okay. They're just we, restraining. When did, did we back it? Two starts ago, wasn't it? And when Pikey <coughs> won on Rock and Rupert, which was its last victory, it mm. sat three deep um, outside the speed, no cover. So I think it'll be a better horse um, allowed to allowed to run in a particular manner. So but bet fans dictate in the go, I reckon. Yeah, well, I think the state was just taking the mindset that the horse is – running on really well, which it is. However, at the same time, you're handing up nine lengths in run, which is just exactly. ridiculous. So for a horse that has gate speed, like there's an option to sit midfield here. Don't put the horse under pressure and let it just maintain its speed early and hold a spot. And all of a sudden you're saving four lengths on the bend, like which I think is the option to, to take I, the last three yeah. starts. But also here, I think they can settle somewhat close or definitely closer than the last. And- show some kind of positivity and at least put yourself in level pegging with 
the Ollie's Choice in Category Three on the bend. Like, don't you don't want to be behind it? No, there's just no speed not. in this. Like, if they wanted to, they could breeze. They could 100. Obviously, knowing the stablemate will probably be looking for that exact spot. They they should probably be, they should really do be it. following the stablemates. What they should. Be oh doing. yeah, because I, I reckon with Hayden with Vogue's Choice, he's not desperate to lead on that horse. He's very happy to sit on it. So mm. it's not going to be. It's not an out and out tearaway. Vogue's Choice. It'll, it'll be content to park him behind him. So so do you think French Martini? Leads. Oh, I I think, well, I've got Vogue's Choice magic yeah. to exceed outside, but it wouldn't surprise me if there's a bit of intent shown. I mean, real danger, instead of sitting three deep, should probably just go forward and lead. I know it's not Bob's go-to, but that's probably the best option for this horse. It seems how it, it seems to do its best racing, racing without cover. All of its wins, I'm pretty sure, have been without cover. Maybe apart from the time Luke Campbell won on it a few starts ago um, in the country. But there's the opportunity for someone to show some um, some aggression here and some forward thinking, and I think that almost might win you the race. Mm, interesting. Um, yeah, I was that, – that Category 3 run was a slasher the other day, wasn't it? Look, it was a pike on board. just feels like a terrific setup to uh, for get the wizard back up and running on uh, on a big day. Um, I think that's, I think it's going to continue to firm too, Category 3. Um from its current price, so but uh, away from the the two fancies. Obviously, we spoke about loose choice in glowing terms as a prospect. Setups a bit, bit, bit. Well, more than a bit sticky for the price that you're getting at the moment. So, um, I'm operating around the two Casey runners, Magic to Exceed and Rock and Rupert. And maybe if there's a wild blowout, think this horse is racing tremendously well. Probably not. A great setup for her either, but Mama Temba is ready to win a race. I was so. on last week yeah. at about thirty-five to one, and um, yeah, I was a bit, a bit flat. Just had to push mm. out at the top of the straight. I, I don't know how well she still let down final fifty with the clear air and stuff. So maybe wouldn't have won, but tell you what, I reckon I would have got a, a fair on site for me money at a price. So, um, yeah, disappointing. Horse is going well. Horse is going well. Horse is going well. Horse is going well. But yeah, market based. I'm four bucks Ollie's, four bucks category three, seven forty. Rock and Rupert, eight ninety. Magic to exceed. That's my book. Thanks for listening. Rock and Rupert uh, is slowly heading towards all day session land. However, one more. For me. Oh, I haven't thrown in every start with Rock and Rupert. That's a good <laughs> I threw in last I threw in last start. start. I threw in properly. Yeah. And how's real dangerous that three and four deep the trip, no cover and beat me home? Like on a day where you could make ground, like dearie me. You're kidding me. Tommy, final word. Um good watch. Betfair. Good watch. Yep. <laughs> Betfair.com.au. Race four is the Crown Perth handicap. We've had a scratching here, lads. Number ad, number eight, rather. Um, featherweight is a scratching this morning. So a lot of these horses were bookmakers to rule the line. Bookmakers to rule the line, exactly. A lot of these horses were uh, crossed over with the Colonel Reeves stakes as well. Hot Z, Ray Day, Pans Down, I think Icy Red as well. So um, they've fallen back into the rating 78 plus contest here, which is a pretty good move. And it's added some real depth to uh, a quality sort of handicap. I think, I think Will Chino won this race last <clears> year. <throat> Just to, just about to say that I'm pretty mm. sure it was Will Chano, Secret Plan, Triple Missile, All Day Session was pretty unlucky in the run. Um, charge ran third. I tip Charge at about fifty to one uh, in a seventy eight yeah. plus. Yeah, um, when it found the front, one of the rare occasions that found the front with a bit of ease. Can't jump anymore. But pretty um, sure, pretty sure Will Chano ran one eight. It was a fair one oh eight last year, too, and so. it started favourite in the winter bottom. So I don't know if any of these will be starting favourite in the winter bottom, but. Yeah, you never know. Well, you do know. Actually, none of them will be starting favourite the winter bottom. But Tommy, I think we're um, we're on the same page here. So I'll let you I'll let you take it away. Right. Um, this is just put simply a race where 
find value, back value, and I've found value and I will back value in Gemma's son. <laughs> I, I'm i quite sure. I thought you were going to go disco donut there for a <laughs> Not far off. It'll be like a finish. Um, <laughs> I, I reckon it will. <laughs> I, I've got a – my market's a bit out of whack because I still have featherweight in it, but let's go market pre – Featherweight scratching it makes no difference. I was six dollars, Gemma's son. Um, I can only imagine that gets shorter now that you take out featherweight, who I somewhat respected in the market. I didn't think it would beat Gemma's son. I'm favourite. It's a rate A, but I'm longer than the two ninety on offer currently. Um, two ninety is it now? It is. Oh, that's a little bit of. So I did think that was when I saw the opening markets. I did think that was one that I think that went up three ninety across the board earlier today. I did think that was one that would shorten. Um, yeah, there you go. Yeah, I um. Gemma's son, two starts back in the Crawford, was less than or very close to a length off It's a Ray Day and gets two and a half kilos uh, for that run, gets three and a half kilo off both Hot Z and Pans Down. Five. Five kilos five on off Hot Z, Hot Z five and, and a half on Pans Down. There you go. So, even better. Um, Drops it, two points in the meantime. It uh, looks a race where hopefully Pete, uh, Pete, Paul Harvey can find some cover and get into the middle of the track and there looks to be a fair bit of speed up front with Kenny like an icy red. I dare say they won't be walking here. Disco um, going out three wide maybe. Yeah, it's – um. Oh, look, I, I don't know how it wins, but I'm telling you I think it wins. So, that's the way I'm going. I'm, I'm just much shorter. So, the $12 on offer currently is a great bet for me each way. What, just wins? <clears throat> Not just wins because it's Gemma's son, but <laughs> it just might win. <laughs> I'm. It's in that. It's in that realm. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm with you in the, in the fact that I don't know exactly how we win it. Does Harvey try to be a bit more aggressive, find a spot close, or does he just park out the back and go with them? But. It's down to an 83 rater. It peaked at a 91. Um, Harvey rode in the Crawford. There was nothing between the run of Ray Day, pans down. Um, Hot Z was the pick of the runs. Massive weight swing against it here. Mm-hmm. Um, there wasn't minimal against it. Harvey going on is everything. If it was any other jockey, I wouldn't even be considering um, Gemma's son here. But I just feel like you get down to a winnable weight. We saw it with, and we'll talk about it. Um, Another Harrison runner later, Jericho Missile. Uh, it, it sort of happened when it won a year and a half ago. Um, it just sort of got got down to a rating, and that was the right race for it. And I think this might be the time it's the right race for it. Drew a gate, and I'd be very excited. Very Pont would have a fair record on Gemma's too, wouldn't he? He does. Yeah, he won on the he won the both over the twelve hundred and the two and three year old Magic Millions. Um, but yeah, as Tommy said, there's a, there's a lot of speed on. Um, I. Th- I don't like if this was a quaddy leg, it's an early quaddy leg. I'd I'd be throwing in Kenny Luck to early quaddy. Mm. It was huge last start. Um, it beat comes a time giving it weight last campaign over the 1200. I went back and went, it's it's not like just one or two, it's it performed in the city three, four, five times. It's only like, been just over three lengths in the Senate last as well. Yeah, uh, where, where it breezed, it couldn't even get to the yeah, lead that day. So. so it'll lead this on its ear. Mm. I see red in the breeze and, and disco donut out deep. I reckon it can shake those two off. On its back is probably going to be can't be done. Like their their little roadblock territory for a horse like Kenny Luck. So I think they'll get it late, um, but yeah, I I just think it's it's worth including in your exotics. Um, I marked it's right a favourite too, Tommy. I'm three dollars before the scratching. I was about three thirty, so I'm probably nice. about three bucks. Always, always just mindful of the apprentice on a back marker. Um, it just it, it's they're never easy steers. They're never that easy steer. So um, yeah, just mindful in that sense. And the weight swings big against Hot Z. So that's why I was happy taking a little set mm. against it. Uh, Vane Tempest is above my price too. Jeez, I'm mentioning nearly every horse here. So Vane Tempest, last ride, silly ride. Did On we- the day the <clears throat> rail was cold and he's gone back to the fence from the widest gate, just had to stay wide in a, in a moving line. And I don't think they'll make the same mistake here. It can win too. Did we mention Brad at all? Can't be done. 
three dollars thirty. Um, yeah. <laughs> it can't be done. <laughs> and if all day session wins, that's that's it for me. Coons, <laughs> I'm done. It got, we we tipped it last night. You and I were were pretty can travelled the winner. I thought. Oh. Turned on straightening and didn't want to be there. So no. yeah, I got some feedback that it looked like a crock before the race. I didn't get that till after the race, but it looked like a crock before the race. So Pete Anthony's will be uh, on course this um this Saturday doing the yard again. He's back in Perth. Pinnacles Pete. Pinnacles Pete. <laughs> Pinnacle Pete. So I reckon I'll be flicking him a text pre-race saying, how does, uh, how does ADS look? And mm. then not backing it either way. Yeah. For me, it feels like it feels like the, the right race for It's Ray Day to get back in the winner's circle. However, Tommy's case is, and Terry's case is completely compelling with Gemma's son. So I might just uh, hitch my wagon to you blokes as well. So especially the prices, $3, Ray Day, 7 Holly, um, what are you getting? Uh, four times that, Gemma's son. So same uh, better price price to mm. back yeah. Gemma's versus it's a radio. Yeah, I'm definitely not going to talk anyone out of it's a radio though. Mm. It's, it, it feels gun, like, gun to my head. Yeah. It does gun to my head. Who yeah. wins a race? It's, it's a radio. But yeah. again, we punt on numbers. So all right, let's take a break. It's mastermind time. We've got uh, Tommy Wolf looking for a second win on the trot versus Brandon Webster after the break. All right, BJ, it's now time for the Mundari Hotels WA Racing Mastermind competition. Tommy Wolf coming back. He is. To defend he is. his crown. He is, and a newcomer as well. Uh, but the Mundaring has been the heart of the hills since 1899. Long time. Located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. Uh, Ian Butchie O'Connor, one of the great men of the game. He runs the show. Feed, flutter, frothies, family atmosphere. Uh, Butchie's big deck. Um, if you're in the uh, if you're in the neighbourhood, make sure you drop in, say good day, and let them know that you listen to the one one. All right, there's a bit happening down the line <laughs> down the line here. Tommy Wolf, our carryover mastermind, he's uh, out on uh, As- Ascot Racecourse doing a bit of work there for Perth Racing. Let's bring him back, Tommy Wolf. You're the champ. How does it feel? Yeah, boys, what's going on? Nah, feels good. Been, been a good week. Tommy, yes, mate, you're uh, you're you're not only on top of the mastermind world, but the stable continues to fly as well. And you've got a big sad day coming up with uh, laced up heels in the uh, champion fillies and a couple of a uh, couple of the big chances in Wild Bell and uh, rumor says in the Placid Arc Stakes as well. Yeah, it's good. It should be a good weekend. Everyone's nice and excited around the stable. So yeah, bring it on. I reckon. Who's your top pick? Rumor says Wild Bell. Don't sit on the fence. Ah. Uh, Nah, it's both. Vanilla. Oh, we're going exactor. Give me an exactor. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm a, a, always punter. <laughs> I Jeez. can't split him. Go for the dead heat. Can't split him. Dead eight. Don't know. Don't know on the plus at all. As long as it's not a uh, reverse Quinella, then uh, they'll be laughing. Yeah, no. Nah, <laughs> we need to move on from reverse Quinella. So I think that's. The moving on, we've got to bring in our challenger uh, from another of the uh, hottest stables in Ascot. It's Brandon Webster. G'day, Brandon. You know, fellas, how are we? Very, very good. Yeah, man. very good, mate. Very good, mate. Uh, things must be uh, exciting in uh, in the land of the Websters at the moment. We've got uh, Railway Hopes. We've got Placid Arc Hopes. We've got uh, Carolee Rocks returning in a blaze of glory yesterday. Billy, um, Billy ain't silly trialed. Billy, yeah, isn't too silly. Mm. Trial. It's just, it's all happening. It must be, must be an exciting time around the uh, around the yards. Yeah, no, it's good at the moment. It's good to have horses, especially contesting the pinnacles this year as well. We've got a couple of nice ones, so having a finger in the pie is good. 
Absolutely. Are you going to be giving uh, Peter Nucky instructions from Gate 13 on uh, Sunday with Baby Paris, Brandon? No, no instructions. I think Nucks knows exactly what <laughs> he needs to do and uh, probably been spoke about for the last two weeks. Yeah. Just stiff old. Stiff old. Stiff old. Stiff old. You never know, though. Big, I think the way the, the way the race is potentially shaping, it may not be the end of the world. You could let. Be left out in a three-wide line, chasing up a um, uh, a horse like Just Go, who might give you a little card into it, or street a, parade, or a street parade. Sorry, that's the one I had out there. Yeah, with Paul Harvey, and they'll probably go forward with the blinkers on. So the, sometimes the wide gates can end up being beneficial in the bigger races when they go mad, and and that sort of line brings you into it. Yeah, big race as well. Uh, Peter Nucky produced his best, no doubt. Um, Tommy Wolf. Brandon Webster, uh, let's get rolling on our Mundaring Hotels WA Racing Mastermind. Fellas, you know how to play. Your names are your buzzers. And to be crowned this week's Mastermind, you will need to be the first contestant to answer three questions correctly. Terry. All right. Challenger, are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready to go. All right. Uh, Mastermind. Or the champion? Champion. <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah, good boy. All right. Tommy just got champed. Three, <laughs> two, one. Who am I? After beginning my career in a blaze of glory, which included a crystal slipper and a magic millions victory in my first two outings, it's all petered out a little since. I started favourite in the 2019 Karakata Plate, won by Dig Deep, and won a Belgravia Stakes in my next campaign, but in around my 40-odd start since, have only recorded the one win. Kira Yule was the jockey that day. It's arguable that some of my recent placement has been slightly ambitious considering my rating, though I have amassed over half a million dollars with my early career success. I am racing on Saturday in the Colonel Reeves and will jump around 500 to 1 on Betfair. That's my guess. <laughs> One of my owners consistently backs himself. This is a Mario Delina joke, by the way. He's one <laughs> of the owners. And my name could be associated with a Palestinian city in the West Bank or even a 2006 post-apocalyptic TV series starring Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> my second name is something you do not want Tom. shot at you. Tommy. Okay, I hope that's all Brandon. That's Tommy. Uh, Tommy, Tom. Tommy was first. Uh, Jericho Missile. It is Jericho <laughs> Missile. Deary me. I'm, uh, 80 Raider in the Colonel Reeves when you've got a 78 plus sprint on the same day. You gotta wonder what's going on there, BJ. I think I think the ski Ulrich um shout out was is what yeah. tipped him over the edge. Tommy they, and they, they, Ulrich <laughs> fan, Ulrich? Ulrich. I don't know, Ulrich. They, they both uh, they both chimed in quickly yeah. after that. Okay, yes. The so, shooter, the skate shooter. Jericho missile. Tommy is off the mark. One nil. Okay. <clears throat> Terry, you can ask this question. This was your your contribution. Oh, you like this one. Uh, okay, um, I've forgotten how to word it now. Uh, which horse racing this Saturday is named after a day of the week? Tom. Tom. <laughs> Wednesday. Wednesday. Very good. <laughs> That's a prick of a question. I, I just, I just wanted to. Uh, oh, Tommy, he's under a mate. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I just wanted to see how long it, it took people to go through. Uh, we were saying before you'd go through the Craig David song, and that's how you'd, um, you'd, you'd figure out uh, 
the right answer. <laughs> All right, BJ, you got plenty of good questions. Though. I got should, good should we make it first to four today? I'm going to no, go no, a mid, no. a mid, mid. Yeah, you got plenty of good ones there, though. Oh, we do, but that, we can't change the the rules oh, midstream. Thought, Tommy's I two. We could, but, Brandon yeah. is yet to score. Well, we probably could. Yeah. Um, you did um, actively cheat in the um, mo- media mogul tournament 100%. finals. <laughs> yeah, multiple times. <laughs> All right. What Lindsay Smith trained frontrunner was the last horse to complete the RJ Peters Railway Stakes winning double? Tom. Tommy. Two uh, close to stone. Incorrect. Brandon for the steal. Was it the horse called Scales of Justice? Yeah, Webby. <laughs> On the board. On the board. Scales of Justice is correct. 2 1. Good old Scales of Justice, wasn't it, BJ? Oh, yeah. He was a machine. Scales uh, won. What do you win a Memsey, I think, in uh, Caulfield? He was a very, very good horse. Remember he raced? Who did he race midweek? Was it, Vega uh, Magic, first start in a race, wasn't it? Yeah, and then he ran into perfect reflection midweek and started, think- uh, started second favourite in a class one or a class three or something. Nice. Oh, all right. What was the previous race name of Saturday's Lucky Grey Stakes? Brandon. 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 Was it the Tattersall's Cup? No. Incorrect. Good Tommy stab, for the steal. Tommy, I'm giving you three seconds here. Two. Was it the detonator? No. No, it was the Ascot Gold Cup. Continuing the Lucky Grey theme, name the two trainers that prepared Lucky Grey to win railway stakes. Brandon. Tom. Brandon. Brandon. Dino Paletti. Yes. Trevor Andrew. Oh, there oh, we go. Two, two. We love it, two, two. Here Lucky we, we didn't go first to four because <laughs> we would have run out of questions. Two, right. two. Two all. All right. The disorder. All right, here we go. Who was the last jockey to win aboard Laver Rod? Brandon. Brandon. Gordon Turner. Incorrect. Incorrect. Tommy Wolf. Tom. Uh, Willie Pike. Ah, oh, oh, Tommy. 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 Done it. Three, two. Tommy, he's an ice man. He performs yeah. under pressure, Tommy. That's he does. Not really nice. <laughs> I think that's gonna. Yeah, I think that's gonna stand him in good stead going forward. Good, good clash. Was a cracking clash. Good clash. Yeah. But yes, William Pike. That was, was like baby Paris. Rumor says down the straight on uh, on Saturday. Yeah. I, I, that might be the. That might be a bit of an omen. Yes, it might very well be. But, uh, yeah, William Pike rode uh, Laver Rod to victory. Um, that was in Caulfield. Uh, Caulfield last year was uh, was that. Twice, so, yeah. Twice. So, yeah, Tommy Wolf, you are our mastermind once again. That's two on the trot. Congratulations. Cheers, boys. Yeah, Webby's just another one. I just said I can't get on the golf course. I've got to get in somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Who can, can you get uh, on the golf course? <laughs> LK? <laughs> No, he got me last time as well. So yeah, I'm, wouldn't think. Oh, Tommy's going for a bit of a rough patch. He'll be right. He will come through. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brandon, terrific, tremendous mastermind debut, mate. You off the canvas. You almost pinched it, mate. Thanks for uh, thanks for yeah, joining it in. It wasn't wasn't class. Wasn't as classy as Tommy Wolf today, but that's all right. We'll take the loss, mate. We'll. Uh, it'd be great to get you back on uh, once again very soon. You can have another go. Thanks, Brandon and Tommy and Brandon. You've you've both uh, played significant roles in two of the biggest stables um, that we have here in Western Australia. We've got some serious ammo to fire at the pinnacle. So best of luck to both of you and to both of the stables and uh, good luck at Ascot on Saturday. Thanks very much, Thanks, fellas. Thanks, guys.
Two on the trot. Tommy Wolf. Two on the trot. I thought Brandon was coming home with a head of steam there mm. and might uh, finish over the top, but it gave a good kick like a, a good horse does. Yeah, yeah. We'll need another uh, another good golfer to take him on next week. Yes. Well, I did. I did um, the the great Sam White mm. um, sent me a screenshot of of a uh, someone who's very keen to have a crack at Tommy Wolf, Luke yep. Knight. He okay. uh, <laughs> Luke Knight. He uh, we, we're put we're throwing the gauntlet down, and uh, if you want to come on and take on Tommy Wolf, it's, no, uh, it's the knight in shining armor. Yep. 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 Yeah, Lockie Dennis on as well soon. Owner yeah. of uh, Al Capone, Mr. Vasari. He's at home for the right? next four months I know as well. That's what I'm saying. I know he's. I know he's. Oh, he's he he hey, do it? I reckon he. I reckon he'd have a pop. He'd have a go. Yeah, he'd have a go. The, the, Would have been a lot happier if Al Capone run third yesterday. The, the, what so we need to con- what we need to consider though is, of course, if Tommy gets on a roll here, three three straight yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah. What do we we have to bring? Oh, in? we're gonna hundred Vulcan. Yeah, the dogs will come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah fourth, so might be Toby Dunn. Yep. We'll have to get him back. That's for the final. Do we go the? Do you have to go the double? The Rooney. Do you have to beat the the double? The, the double. Rooney. The Rooney Dunn. Jeez. I don't know. Be I reckon done? you almost pull one of them out for the big dog at the end, yep. and we go like a Chrissy Parnham or something for week four. Maybe, maybe the fifth win always has to be against someone who's hundred percent. Who's all I always think it needs to be, and, and your fourth one has to be someone really highly respected. <laughs> you know, it has to be has to be someone who we, we think it'd be very difficult to beat for for ninety five percent of mere mortals. That's right. You don't you don't get your head on Mount Rushmore without knocking off a couple of big scouts. Not yeah. saying that he hasn't. Yeah, you got to earn it. Not saying that yeah, he has either. Yeah. <laughs> Very good, Tommy Wolf, mate. Very well done. Another $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring will be headed your way. Make sure you get up there and give Butch a shout out as well. Um, and yeah, and we've got to get a new contestant on next week as Tommy shoots for three on the bounce. And we're back with race five. It's the Lucky Grey Stakes, the first running of the Lucky Grey Stakes, formerly known as the Ascot Gold Cup. As you just heard in the Mastermind, 1,800-metre race. It's basically one of um, four uh, handicap lead-ups towards the Perth Cup. Did Stiff not have a group race, Lucky Grey? Won the railway twice? Uh, Railway twice and uh, Kingston Town, I think. So triple group. How many horses win the railway with their... With the 58, 59, he had, to, he had to lump. Maybe he should have been – they should have renamed the Ted, the Lucky Grow. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> um, true attraction, Stafford's lad. They're the horses up the top of the weights here. It's uh, 59 top weight, 54 minimum. Pure devotion, William Pike back on board. She's on the minimum there, 54. Lightly leader, Buster Bash is the one who's going to attract plenty of attention. Paul Harvey's first crack at this type of company, but he's a horse in form, front runner, and uh, looks a good setup for Buster Bash cruising across from gate 12. Yeah, you say this type of company. I, I think it's just a just a handicap. Yeah, it's just a handicap. I happy taking on Stafford's is way under the odds at five six bucks. Um, respect what it's doing and whatnot, but it's just not for me in this type of setup. You know, off the little you won the Kalgoorlie Carp and he dropped him back in Trooper. What is it a month ago? I can't even remember Kalgoorlie, so it's all a bit of a blur. A month and a half ago, um, it's just not for me. That's I think it's forty two days. Yeah, forty two days. So it's just not the type of setup for me. But the key thing for Buster Bash here, it um, gets across with with real ease. There's no um, there's no pressure on the top. There's no one that'll really want to. I think Baron Magic will be ridden more aggressively, but they won't be looking to hold the front. They'll just be looking to tag Buster or sit outside of it potentially. But then Bad Wolf, Black Shadow, um, and Utgard Loki, they they're easily crossed those runners. So mm. I. I the draw looks ugly, but I think he gets to the top really easily. He's he's weighted 
and all he's weighted nicely. It's a, as I said, it's pretty much a handicap. A few of these are out of their grade. Um, yeah, and I think if he retains the form he's currently got and the track's suiting those or allowing those out in front to be winning, um, yeah, I think he's just very, very hard to run down. Basically, it's the mm. simplistic way of looking at the race. Um, yeah, main danger's drawn 13. Main danger will probably beat him if he can settle midfield cover and get a card into it, but pure devotion isn't that quick early. So does Pikey just end up dead last and just put in the run of the race where you know you're going to be on next start? So, um, yeah, interesting, interesting race. Happy to keep it simple. Yeah, I'd almost go as far as if you want to be real boring, you can sort of take the 350 Buster Bash, get your money back pure devotion at five bucks and then get your money back Utgard Loki as well at 20 odd to one because it's going to be sitting on the back of Buster Bash. And mm. It was going really well. Forget it's running northern. That track's absolutely cooked. Um, so that's a very boring way to play the race, but one to consider, Tommy. Yeah, I don't have a heap of interest in this, to be honest. I looked at it and I thought, well, Buster Bash looks hard to beat, but I don't want to be on it. Um, Pure Devotion is the obvious one to beat at. It's a better horse, I dare say, but just maps to land a long way off it in a race where they're not going to go fast. I did my best to make a case to come right back or go Loki, Bad Wolf. I, I think come right back will be winning one this prep. I just don't think this is this is the one. Um, Holly and Chamber's too short. Um, the rest of the field's too short. Um, yeah, like I I can't push into anything. I thought Stafford's Lad was – I had it marked $14. I don't know how it's single figures personally. Um, but, yeah, like Buster Bash for a tip. But I won't be backing anything here. Buster Bash for a tip for me as well. <clears throat> race to race double for the Pont and uh, David Harrison uh, on the cards potentially. Yeah. What did we make of the return of W Oaks win a lady champ? Yeah, that's fine. That rail was cold. Yep. Um, yeah, no issue with the run. It'll improve. Here I've got the same prices. Um, Stafford's lad. Um, but again, it's a 74 rater and an 88 plus. So, and you got to remember that it was really good over East. I don't want to underrate the horse, but you got to remember that was a pretty weak old set of fillies and mares. Or fillies. The Oaks. For the Oaks. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think its derby run was too bad, but I, I'm hearing what you're saying. Uh, you did mention earlier about, uh, I don't know whether you we were on or off there, about Buster Bash. Still in the noms for the railway. So, two years ago, Too Close to Sun won the Ascot Gold Cup. As Started it was second favourite. And then come quick back up, ran second in the railway behind Inspirational Girl. Mm -hmm. So there is a pathway there if uh, Buster's- um, And there's, uh, again, we had a bit of a laugh with James Oldring about this before, but I actually have done a speed map for the railway stakes. I've got yep. Carly's kind of leading it at the moment, Tom. Mm. So it wouldn't surprise me if they, um, if they with Buster Bash, if they consider doing the old um, the old seven days into the, into the railway, so- well, if he wins on Saturday, you almost have to. I think you one point five mil. So well, I think oh. you'd, you'd have a crack. Fifty three kilos rolling out in front. Uh, you get a only leader day. You can't make any ground. <laughs> what does yeah. twelfth pay? We, we saw. Yeah, <laughs> we saw Wrinkly do it. It went <laughs> that super. Ain't, that but, went well. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it'll win. I'm not saying that in the slightest. Um, but there's probably uh, a few people who wouldn't mind it in. Actually, I don't. Think, I don't reckon. Add a bit of uh, add a little bit of speed. Add a bit of tempo to, yeah. the, to the race. Yeah, so, um, could be something. To well, consider. all the horses are the same though. That's the thing. They all want it in. So you sort of think. Well, Carly's come and want it in. Probably. probably yeah. Carly's is probably one that wouldn't want it in. Mm. Um, yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Now we're talking about Carly's karma as a leader in a railway. She couldn't jump in a first up run in the trial, and now it's 
Yeah, she's a potential leader in her own way. Well, last year, Midnight Blue won the Ascot Gold Cup en route to victory in the Perth Cup as well. So this has been quite a quite a reasonable form reference in recent years. So no doubt we'll uh, find out a bit more about Buster Bash. And I guess where pure devotion is at, that was a tremendous run first up, wasn't it? And uh, from 13 with Pike, you've got, got a sort of feeling that Buster Bash will be off and gone and pure devotion will be the one sort of launching late. Whether she's going to have enough runway or not, we'll find out come Saturday. Race six is the Euros Hartley WA Champion Philly Stakes. It is a $300,000 Group 3 Phillies only. Really looking forward to this one. Uh, we did have the omission of Amelia's Jewel. Simon A has opted to go to the Guineas next Saturday, but this is still a uh, mouthwatering edition of the Champion Phillies. We've got the Burgess Queen Stakes. Winner in laced up heels. The unlucky runner in the uh, in the Burgess Queen was Vampy at play. A couple of horses who were sort of sort of working their way into this grade through the back door, um, and we got you know and a horse of the quality of Penny on the, Penny on the Queen who was Caracatta plate placed um, has come through the features en route to this as well. So um, champion Phillies, Tommy, you got any strong views? Yeah, I'm I'm quite short here. Vampy at play, I think. Last, uh, obviously, Stevie Wonder could have seen how badly it was held up and how well he was, or she was traveling um, in the race. I think the mile would be perfect for her. Um, she travels so well in her races. Like every every time in the corner, she looks clearly like the winner. Um, and I think that'll be the same here. It gets uh, map position on lace up heels, I, I dare say. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> and for me, it's just a matter of if she sees daylight at the top of the straight. Um, I think she'll win. Um, it's a shame. Archie was hoping um, Amelia's Amelia's would come. Terry was saying off air he would have marked at one hundred and one. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is not that what is I said. <laughs> I said two hundred to one. No, but I I, I thought Vampire Play was the one always I was going to find myself on, and she just she's a horse that has. Um, Gate speed, she can hold a spot and run. She travels well. The mile shouldn't be a problem. So, for me, against a horse like Lace Up Heels that's drawn barrier 10 and will likely, I dare say, go back here and just let her run on, um, I'll, I'll stick with map um, over closing speed here. Interestingly, the major lead-up for this was obviously the Burgess Queen, um, and they went wild in the mm. Burgess Queen. The first four horses aren't here from that race, so the horses They're settled- They're all, all concussed, Yeah, the horses settled furthest, the most furthest forward in that race was um, Vampy at play, amazingly. So the question I was going to ask you, Tommy, is Vampy at play isn't necessarily the best jumper, but it musters really smoothly and cleanly, so you can put it in the spot you want. Legacy Atara is going to be the obvious one everyone has out in front, and, and you'd expect that she leads this race. Now, directly underneath the ambient play, you've got um, Admiration Express, Royal Elite to a lesser degree, and Sesswa. Now, those two horses both begin and, and land in pretty nice spots pretty well. Admiration Express could have led last start. Sesswa nearly Should have did led. lead um, two starts ago. <clears throat> so... Your choice here is you've got to take more of a hold and pop in on them or you take some real ownership and you go outside and you say, well, look, this should be a controlled tempo. Let's race outside of Legacy Atara or option two is if, if Kira lets Legacy Atara roll, you could potentially tuck in, but Admiration Express probably won't give you that spot. So would you prefer that they that Steve took that hold early and said, all right, I'll just take the back of a uh, Admiration Express Um or would you prefer – and then, yeah, once again, you're a chance of a horse being stuck three wide outside. Or would you prefer to just go to the brace? 
my opinion as a non-jockey that doesn't know how racing works is that if I'm on VMP at play, I would be looking to push forward early under the knowledge that I think Lyndon Lady will be trying yeah. to come across and breeze and naturally let yourself fall into the 1-1 one, one because you've landed in the breeze and then something else comes across and yep. takes that spot. That legacy of Tara And if it doesn't, kicker, you're okay in the breeze. You're okay in the breeze. Mm. You, you still have map position, uh, map over your main danger on paper in laced up heels. Um, also banking on that they're not going to go hell for leather in this like they were last start. Um, and I'm not necessarily having a question mark over whether she runs out a strong 1600 so i'm not fussed in that sense but yeah if i was if i was steve i would be out of the gates looking to be very positive and keeping an eye across for linden lady to let it slide across and give yourself cover probably mm -hmm. 100 200 meters into the race mm. it's a funny old race isn't it like she, she traveled strong considering how fast they were going in the birders queen the other day like if Stevie could have just grabbed she hold. won her maiden sitting in the breeze she as did, well. Yeah. Yeah. So. If, if Stevie could have just grabbed hold and maybe let um, uh, Dan Morton's horse just drop in in front of him, he could have yeah could have mm. saved himself a whole world of pain there. But the it's one of those, the worst part with that was I didn't think he did much wrong. I wanted to, I wanted to be upset, like I wanted to to blame someone, but I just think shit that didn't work out. No, and Pearly Nugget just same with Admiration Express with Clint last start, and you go. What was he meant to do? Yeah, I thought that tweet from you was very mature. Yeah, yeah I didn't uh, ask. I'd done my absolute ass. So I just thought, I was, you like, know who, what? I was like, who, I've heard this. Who's this guy? I've heard this rumor <laughs> that you can take the high ground and you feel better for it. So I thought, I'm going to give it one go. <laughs> how, how Never a fucking game. <laughs> how'd it feel? Shit ass. <laughs> Shit ass. I want to be angry. <laughs> More fun. Um, Vampy just. This is this stands out to me seriously. I know lace up heels was awesome, but. It was just the way that that race shaped. It was just set up for like a bit of a bike race in a way mm. where just they were allowed to zoom in off the camber, both her, laced up and Amelia's and just let rip late after not doing, after just sort of um, getting sort of dragged along by the tempo. This is going to be a different feel, this race. So she's going to have to do a lot of heavy lifting on her own, really, isn't she? Yeah. Uh, I mean, what's going what's gonna to suck her into the race? Um, maybe a penny. Penny. <clears throat> Who do you think will start favourite? Miss, uh, not Mr. Oh, I've got a feeling Vampy's going to go close. Yeah. I, I think she's flip. every man their dog's pretty keen to mm. be on. Well, one thing I will say about this race, it, it, you're talking about the top two, that lo laced up heels. Luke hasn't nommed her for the Nordley, but he's nommed her for the Gold Rush. He Which might have some query, hey? I, I think Vampy at play wins this, goes to a Nordley, starts very close to favourite, and laced up heels starts very yeah, close to favourite in a Gold Rush. I think they split opposite directions, yeah. Yeah, okay. So the interesting thing is there, you go up to the mile, is, is laced up heels going to – but the, the thing I was going to say with that is if we haven't seen Vampy play get clear air, so we mm. don't know, and laced up heels is going to be dead last. Like if you – if you and some of these are progressive, we don't know that much about. It's mainly the two from the um, Jason Milliard I'm talking about. Bon interesting runners. Admiration <laughs> Express. Like I – I I have marked this race completely as a two horse race, but I'm, I'm I might just sit down again this afternoon and, and just maybe reassess whether there's one of those that are potentially good under my guard. I think if Clint was riding Admiration Express second to my Bella May, then held up, but I know it was held up in a nothing maiden, but it was the way it was travelling as well. Like it was going to win by five. Steaming, it was going to win by five, and it would start ten bucks here if it won by five. So, um, but it's a fact Clint's gone for Bonjoy, has gone for the other, um, which has turned me off. But that form reference is still like it comes through. Santa Brand that race, which also comes out of the like you can almost link them together. Of, yep, comes out of that my Bella Ray, uh, my Bella May race, and that Juno Gold. I yep. say he's not a bad horse either. That'll be that'll win a fair few races. 
Um, I, I agree, though, that I think Admiration Express, I would have preferred him on that galloper. Um, it's more just the push. Mm. I don't mind Lucy being on. It's more just the push. Yeah. He, the, sort of the, so you, you would imagine he's thought long and hard about which one he wants or to Jason, write. Or Jason. Or Jason's. Yeah, they've, they've had a chat and, yeah. It might it might be nothing in it, it for be, him. Yeah. Um, did we – now, Tommy, did you catch Neville Parnham's comments post-Bustler last Saturday? I didn't. I was at the track, so I, I didn't get to see. So Neville um, was interviewed after the Faretha Stakes and his comment was – um, there is not a lot between Bustler and Vampy at play. I agree. So if you if that's not a serious push for a race of this nature, where as you laid out the map advantage that she has over the current fave laced up heels means that laced up heels is going to have to be awesome to 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 get over the top with uh, with clear air for for Vampy at play. Yeah, I I do like the worry is just purely is Vampy at play going to be this horse that three starts in a row should have won all three and gets nothing out of it. Because I I think if it wins this, it goes very close in a northerly. Um, I think it's at so that back, level. Well, we'll worry about that later. Actually. I was going to say they're back up in the guineas, but that's a uh, – I don't reckon I can go three weeks into a, into a northerly if they win this. Because then, so then you've got Bustler next week. So, so we could – They have no reason to back it up. We could have four three-year-olds in the – We've had, we've, had, we've had that in the past. Yeah. 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 Def- definitely. The year Dig Date was in it, there was a stack. Yeah. Perfect jewel. Was that uh, that no, no, no. There was uh, Gemma's son went there. Tuscan. Um, was that Tuscan's year? Nah. That was the year after, was it? Nah. Um, it was Watch Me Dance. There was a- That was Dom Deschutes. Watch Me Dance, Dom Deschutes. Dom Deschutes. No, yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Anyway. No, because Western um, Empire missed out that year. Was yeah, that's right. So it's we could have- Yeah, so it could be the, the Bustler, All the King's Men, Amelia's Vampy. Yeah. Something like that. So- um, that's all to play out, but yeah, and um, another cracking feature on what's an outstanding race day to open up the pinnacles there on Saturday. So, did we settle on Vampy? Vampy, Vampy, Vampy? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, Vampy, Vampy. 240 Vampy for me. Okay, very good. It's 240. No, I would. Oh, I was gonna uh, say, I Tommy, have you, have you backed up the truck? I was 270, but I, I could have been shorter. There's some good horses on this race. Search and Rocks, Watch Me Dance, Tuscan Queen, Arcadia Queen, Art Series, some of their perfect ref- reflection, Terry, and uh, Delicacy, of course. They're some of the greats that have, know. have won the champion fillies in recent times. Witten's Irrigation and Design. They're the irrigators of choice for the West Australian racing industry. Owner-operator Craig Witten has extensive experience working on racetracks across this great state, especially in his role as irrigation technician on the hallowed turf at Ascot, and Belmont Park. Craig and his team also specialise in designing and delivering projects for commercial thoroughbred and standardbred racing properties. Check out Witten's Irrigation and Design on Instagram and Facebook and get in touch with Craig. So whether it's racetrack, residential or commercial, water wisely with Witten's. Race seven is the Euros Hartley's Foundation Colonel Reeves Stakes Group 3, 1100 metre set weights and penalties, the final significant lead up to the winter bottom stakes and the winter bottom stakes current favourite. Elite Street makes his return to racing saddle cloth number one in a race he won last year. First thing I just want to say with this race in regards to this, just look at this market and for people thinking about playing futures right now, okay, so you're talking this is 123%, so I'm going to add 20% to all the prices and get to the likely bet fair price. You're talking just shy of $4 Elite Street. You're talking just shy of $5 Miss Kentucky, um, Will Chino, $8, $9. 
So there, the prices like all these horses should probably progress. You think and go to the go to the next race. You got to add in who's coming, bloody Rothfire, um, Bella Nipatina, maybe Palele, um, the astrologist I believe is coming. So you got to add all those in. So I was my plan the whole way along has been we'll probably wait until Elite Street's first start run and dive in at the six bucks type thing, right? I don't think that's any type of necessity. Like, say we have to take four fifty on the day. That's better value than taking an all in six dollars. What if Elite Street isn't the same? I think it will be, and that's mm. the way we're probably going to go here. But I'm just saying, looking at this market, there's an, I can't see any value unless you think one of the Eastern States horses comes across and starts paper thin. Um, or I can't unless, see any point in playing a futures market or unless for this something race. Wild that hasn't been sort of floated yet. That's uh, that's coming something out of the box. But I don't. Yes. Yeah. No. Are we across everything that's coming? Do you think, Tommy? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I think we're at risk of one or one of them not coming. I think yep. that's the only thing. There's yeah. not going to be any that show up late here, I would okay. imagine. It's looking like the winter bottom's looking like the race of the carnival in regards to the Eastern State horses and yeah, what's absolutely. coming and the excitement. The, mm. the race of the carnival is probably going to be the northerly when the three year olds and the older horses mm. clash like it usually is. But this year just seems bigger. If Cascadian comes, that'll add a bit to it as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. right. So, I'll be a genuine $2 pop if mm. it does. Yeah, well, yeah, I started getting some whispers through that it was coming and it was 13. I thought, oh, I might. Go down and have something on that shortly. And next thing I looked and it was six bucks. I yeah. thought somebody's uh, there was someone knows. Somebody, <laughs> somebody, somebody, somebody's beating me to it. So, um, yeah, cracking race. Which way are you uh, heading here, BJ? <clears throat> I'll put on the table here straight up. This is D-Day for Will Chino, obviously. She, Dan Morton scratched from the Asian bow after she drew white again, uh, hoping and praying for a barrier. She gets the barrier. She gets the lead. She gets the rail. So we'll find out. Where she, exactly where she's at on Saturday. I expect her to run well, but I would think that Leach Street is still the number one seed from the Morton Yard. I am expecting uh, a tremendous first up or fresh performance from Red Cam Man. His form in Melbourne is, it doesn't, when you're looking at it, it looks okay, you know, sixth, fourth, eighth. However, he ran into uh, rain affected tracks, which is his just not necessarily his go. But if you look at the fourth in the Bobby Lewis at Flemington, he's finished behind Baller Rockin and Rockenhorse. And, Rockin and they, they were the two of the first three home in the champion sprint at Flemington last Sunday. So the form line through that those particular horses is impeccable. And his run in the Rupert Clark on a heavy nine was incredible. He was wide throughout. He'd been beaten two and a half lengths on the line. He's such a brave horse. Uh, Tried like a rocket at Albany last Friday. Maps to get the right run in transit. Great to see Steve's got the winkers back on him. And I reckon Red Can's going to go real close on Saturday as well. I think if there's any trouble, Elite Street, like caught up in a bit of traffic, uh, whatever whatever happens there, Red Can's going to be the horse to take advantage, I think. It's amazing how many... Um it's amazing how well Leet Street and Miss Kentucky are continually ridden mm -hmm. as well for get back horses over a sprint journey. Um, <clears throat> with Red Cam Man, another interesting one map-wise, obviously I think most people have Will Chino leading in the Pacific Breeze. Directly underneath it is Nerodio, who's beginning super these days, and obviously Express Time, who's led a lot of races in the past. Mm -hmm. I think Red Cam Man's actually quicker than those two if they come out aggressively enough um, and get on the back of Indian Pacific because I don't think you want to be on the back of Express Time here. If you can get on the back of Indian Pacific and get clear air on straightening with – this will test you in the three wide line mm. comes a time, but a horse behind you, so you're out before they yep. come at you, if that makes sense. Um, you don't want to be pushing. You want, yeah, you no, want exactly out. right. Yeah. And he's obviously got a lot of residual fitness, Red Can Man, from what he's done over there. And, yeah, any bad luck for Elite Street and to a lesser Kentucky, degree, Miss Kentucky. Yep. And, yep. Um, yeah, I think, you'll, I think you'll get the race. So there was, again, I, I spoke about this earlier, there's three ways to look at this race. You've got the two big dogs coming back, Elite Street and Red Can Man. 
who not only quinella the Northern Sprint and the Roman Cup, Cup. Yep. but cleared out from third. And I'm talking the rodeos in those races, like other good sprinters. Like, yep. So then you've got Miss Kentucky and this will test you, who have quinella the last two sprints. From the map, I just can't have this will test you. Um, I, look, if I don't win in this race, I hope she does because I, like, I love what Mitch is doing with her. But um, so you've got those two um, who aren't winning by as big a margin. It's not all about margin, but I, I still – I'm. I'm, I'm with the old school, with mm. Elite Street and Red Can Man. So that's the way I'm looking in that sense. And then the third way of looking at the race for me is can Will Chino brain them mm. if it finds a rail? Is it the same horse? And I've just got queries if it has come back the same horse. And she can beat me and it wouldn't surprise me, but I won't be upset that I'm not on. But that's they're the three ways to look at it. Is it the old school mid-year form? Uh, is it the Elite Street Red Can Man form? Is it the This Will Test You and Miss Kentucky form? Or is it the horse that gets to the front over 1,100 metres and says, catch me if you can? With so, her favourite rider back on board. With her favourite rider because only lost on her twice yeah. and both times she broke down yeah. um, or went amiss. She ran dead last on both occasions. So yeah. for yeah. me, it's definitely – it's an easy answer. Elite Street, Red Can Man, um, probably make it my biggest bet of the day, I reckon, just touch the pair for an equal result. That's how I'm looking at playing it. And I reckon, I reckon there'll be a bit of – just get this feeling, Tommy, there'll be some good Miss Kentucky money and yep. we'll see this little wobble. I don't know if we'll see a Northern Sprint type wobble for Elite Street, but it wouldn't surprise me if we if we see something near in a four. So hold fire, I reckon. I reckon. Yeah, I thought I thought this race was pretty simple of – I could only back three in the race. They were Elite Street, Will Chino and uh, Red Can Man. I have all three – uh, are currently above my price in the market, which probably oh, wow. speaks volumes about how I rated the rest. Kentucky. Oh, this is going to be it's, good it's double figures. I thought mine was contra. I was about seven dollars something, seven dollars flat. No, I was I was ten flat, and purely that sounds long, and that it is clearly. But at the same time, looking at the race, I might look at it different to some people. Of just where it's going to settle in the run, I can't have it beating Elite Street, and so for me, it was like, well, Red Can Man might has position on it, it might land in a great spot. Um, Will Chino could get it soft enough on the rail and give a kick, right? So, if, like, for them, like, it was easy for me to shorten their price a little bit on the basis that I can actually see them beating Elite Street. So, where Miss Kentucky is going to have its its back or behind, be behind it, and do I think it can out-sprint it? No, I don't. You always personally. ask the question, how does that horse beat that horse? And so, Miss Kentucky has to either – well, Elite Street either has to get bad luck and be held up, Miss Kentucky zooms past, or Miss Kentucky probably has to settle behind Elite Street and run a quicker last two, three, four hundred by a length, two lengths, three lengths. So, yeah. I'll be When I attack my quaddy here, it'll be the exact same as you, Tommy. I'll be on three horses. I'll be taking the two I'm backing and Will Chano for just what she could do out in front. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think we're all on the same page. Yeah, yeah. For a fifteen horse, I think. Yeah, I think you <clears throat> laid it out, Terry. All, all the who the real contenders are in this race. No um, one's mentioned Jericho, Miss Oya. Thrown in. <laughs> Harrow could be shooting for a treble, rolling into <laughs> an eighty raider, and there's a seventy-eight plus earlier in the day. That would have been a pretty nice race for it, I reckon. For Jericho, I reckon it might have been. Yeah, yeah. I reckon it might have been. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it's a cracker because there's the question marks hang over Will Chino, but no excuses for her, especially with Chris back on board. Knows her so well. Uh, returning Elite Street Grand Final in two weeks, but he's that good and he's that electric that you know if he's within striking distance, good luck holding him out. And Red Can's just a such a good, honest competitor who's going to land in the right spot and he's going to give you a target to aim up at. So uh, I think they're, they're sort of the, the three. And if Miss Kentucky can come from where we think she's going to land, what, last three wide line sort of thing, 
whip around them and get over the top of them, then too bloody good. Yeah. Who would Red Can Man be if he was a footballer? I don't think. Luckily, Nick Rewalt, just a real honest competitor, races forward, never won anything major, mm. you know, never had, never, had a big, never had a big win when he was yeah. at St. Uh, yeah, St. Kilda. He won a, he won a um, Rising Star geez, what a, Award or something like that. What a, what a, yeah, exactly right. Mm. What an honest contender, though, you know. Yeah, he's a really, he's, he's a really, really, really rewild in the trenches, would you, wouldn't you? Really, yeah. really good horse. Red that trial was just insane, wasn't it? Like, he's a really I don't see, I, this is one thing I'm not, I, I just don't, I don't care about. The trial means nothing. Like, what, what was it? Doesn't, we don't know what was behind, like, yeah. The come troll. back from yeah, that's, Vic, that's, 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 yes. why, that's why yeah, I would yeah, like, yeah, I want to see yeah, if it, yeah. like, if it's one by eight lengths, but he's, but you could see absolutely you belted could, yeah. to get the horse to pee. I didn't need to do any of it. The horse travelled beautifully. Yeah, like, I do That's more that. what I was looking at. Yes. And it's been not secret and River Rubicon, who were actually asked for this. Yeah. Steve, um, Steve, is convinced, <laughs> Steve is convinced that he's that he's, he's the healthiest he's had him in a hell of a long time. So. Steve standing on the balcony calling him in? Sorry, yeah. Is he? Is yeah, he? yeah. He's- uh, do, you well, that, do you get that one? Yeah, yeah. But he's- <laughs> Steve he's, Walk. Steve Walk. <laughs> Declaring it. Yeah. So he's, he's very happy with the horse. Uh, probably would have liked the trial to be on the Monday when, uh, yeah. when it was supposed to be sort of thing. So he could give it that bit more work heading into a race like this, but heading into a winter bottom, this this Reeves will top him off nicely. So, yeah, looking forward to it. Race eight is the newly uh, upgraded 500000 That's half a million dollars. Tap Touch, Placid Arc Stakes, listed race for the three-year-olds and uh, tremendous little lineup that we've assembled our first go around at this uh, half a million dollar race. So um, plenty of the, – the barrier draw has just really tipped this race upside down. I, I imagine a lot of people were wholly and solely focused on two or three runners, but you sort of almost have to cast your net just a little bit wider now with those those draws. Terry? Yeah, you do. Well, the speed map is probably the most interesting aspect. Um, I'm not sure Rev It Up will be desperate to lead Pikes on. I think it's a great opportunity for a horse who's probably question mark, uh, questionable at will be questionable at 1200 to take a sit, let the stable mate go. Uh, has one with a sit before Rev It Up, so that's a that's a possibility. Um, they yeah, they may well just end up in front. I don't think Wild Bell's all that quick early, um, but if a few of them aren't as desperate to lead, then they could end up forward. But for me, it's not impossible. Wild Bell has to race with cover here, and I, I think this. Has all come a bit too soon for Wild Bell personally. Um, and then the, the big aspect of this, I think, and I've mentioned it in my uh, in my recent previews. I, I'd love to see should be up by now, by the way. It should be. Up it is by out now. <laughs> yeah, probably not. I'd love to see um, Sean O'Donnell at all show jump as fluently as she's happy doing so, and because she held out just go a few starts ago, don't forget, and led one uh, first up. It was. Huge and just let a fast horse run potentially. Um, I, I don't want to dispel the possibility that all show could lead this race. And I think, geez, that's that's almost where I'd want her to be, to be honest. I, I know that's an unlikely scenario, but that's just something I think going into the race, I hope that's a, a mindset they have. So um I've got I've got baby Paris rumor says all show. Very close to equal favourites, and rumor says an all show are easily the value for me. So I'll have a little Dutch on that pair, Tommy. Yeah, I'm I'm very similar. I um I'm not quite as bullish on um all show leading here i think just it simply needs a race with pace in it i think yep. just it just, happy, kind just of let it let it the horse yeah. settle and like when they go that quick it'll it'll be able to find a um a rhythm i was three dollars fifty um all show so oh, good quite short. The, have you been surprised since markets opened two three days ago all our future final field she's been sort of 380 out to she's six dollars best that doesn't look like 
going the other direction anytime soon. What are we, what are we going to see by the time she jumps here? Well, it's what, quite, what, what's firmed? It's just the two, the two horses um, on the seven days. Yeah. My Bellamy and Prawns 11 have yeah. both been really, really, really well back. So mm. whether that's uh, data money or the seven-day backup, I'm I'm not too sure. Um, fast, coming out of super well, fast race. Went, yeah, one Chris nine, about yeah. 7.5 lengths of a benchmark to the six on yeah. the Universal mm-hmm. Playboy, so it was quick. Um yeah, like at the start of when markets came out for all these features, you would have got me quoted saying that they've absolutely butchered it. But like as it's turned out with the way a few of these horses have come out in the races leading up, it's probably worth it. Like I would have taken five dollars all show and said that was free money. Like I that it, it would start <laughs> that it would start two dollars fifty and <laughs> um and that would be the that'd be the case. But it's had one bad run last or not even bad run, that's harsh, but like one run last start where it was favourite should have won on paper, didn't win, and all of a sudden now we're seeing, what, five, six dollars about a horse that I think should still be clear favourite over rumour says who I've got four seventy, who's also should if that comes out and wins last start, it probably is clear favourite mm-hmm, in this. Yeah. Like I just think the markets miss the fact that in particular the rumour says that it should have won last start. It like, hasn't accounted for that, mm-hmm. I don't think, anywhere near as much as it should have. Is that um, a draw thing though, do you think? But like what's wrong with the draw of rumour says? I thought nine the draw for baby Paris could end up being a positive yeah. as well if they find the back of there's a street parade or just go gets caught deep or mm. someone that takes you with yeah, it. Yeah, so. I reckon rumour says if it's if Baby Paris has cover, rumour says is on its back and all of a sudden I would happily take rumour says going past uh, Baby I don't Paris. Know, I don't Are know we worried about, about the 12? <laughs> Baby, uh, Paris, Baby Paris is a bloody bulldog, man. Yeah. Are we worried so. about the 1,200 for all show? No, I think it just needs to settle yeah. personally. Yeah, I think it just needs to be coiled up, travelling, explode. You reckon? Just I just don't know if it's if it's ready for leading a pressure race. Like. Yeah, until it gets taken. That's what I actually worry that if they do lead on it and that's the mindset as all of a sudden it becomes they can't a, go with it. That's they our, just let it run, they can't go with it. They can't until get the hundred, you. Until they the can't catch <laughs> that's, that's my worry. They're is not going to catch him. If they go in with that mindset of lead of what happens when Just Go, who's been instructed, just lead up, yep. and Street Parade, who's been instructed, just lead and Buddy... I don't, I don't know, think the there'll be the instruction to lead. It'll be more so have a look to your right and go, hang on, they are restraining with Revit up. Um, Wild Bell hasn't gone with them early. And, Let's and, go. and I've got Just Go covered who's under hard riding. If I just give this a little bit more rain, I'll have Just Go outside me. Let's go. Let's go. That has to be a split-second yeah. decision to do so. But I just want it to be in their mindset that we might end up in front of you and be okay with it. Don't be desperate to restrain and get one in front of you. Like don't hand up at the eight, you know, in a 1200 meter race. I like what you said, Tommy. The other day in the Baby Paris All Show showdown, it was like, oh, geez, All Show was playing late. However, she just, she just burned too much fuel early in middle. Like, Mouse was open. And, and, and because and and of the small field, there was just no pressure. Yeah. So Just Go actually went pretty slow early. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they just ramped it up from there. And, and when um, Sean O'Donnell pulled All Show out to, she, let rip, and then that was it because the the tank was was empty, and and Baby Paris was strong on the line, but the breeze probably wasn't a bad place to be for her. The way that the race shaped out, do you know what I mean? So, um, tempo, I'm with you. All show just needs pressure up forward, tucked in behind, curled up, saved up, let let loose late, and good luck running it down. I think. Yeah, I'm in full belief. I think Prawns Eleven's one that in time will be a very very good horse it's just the horse isn't jumping all that well if it jumped in this if you could if you could promise that that horse would jump it is right in this tell up to its, tell up to its, up yeah. to its ears yeah. so 
Um, but the rest of them I do. I don't think they can beat these. To- oh, my Miller May is one we haven't mentioned, yeah. but um, yeah, I've I've taken a little different view on the seven day back. I think it's a good horse, but just third star in a space of what four weeks. I think it's just my the ones with um a prep behind it might have a little bit on it. Jeez, mm-hmm. it's exciting though. It's a great race. Uh, it's-, it's exciting, Philly, like to to run one nine at your second start in the race. Broke the, broke the clock first up. Because the cutaway was there, didn't go around a horse. It was like I don't know, like is it was that real? What it was, and the other day it was just like the money came and it just blew them away. And I know Prawns Eleven did plenty wrong, flashing lights or whatever. But my Bella May, just the way that it just cut loose when it had to was impressive. not mentioned either. It did get a kick in the as it was heading out from the um, clerk, I believe. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Why'd you do that? <laughs> don't like it. <laughs> um, yeah. Final word. Uh, a race I'm one of the races I've got less confidence in for the day, so mm. we're taking it easy-ish. But uh, probably rumor says an all show looking at the current market. And good luck to one of your good mates as well. Is uh, you were telling us before a five percent share in rumor says for uh, L McDonald. Logan McDonald, yes, probably the least deserving winner of a race that I know. But <laughs> for his sake, I, I mean, in my own, I've invested. So um, I would love for that to get up for his sake. Mm. Yeah, good good race, and it's only gonna it's only gonna grow in stature as the years roll on as well with the significant prize money increase. All show for me. I'm gonna I was super keen last start. I'm gonna gonna follow up again. Scared of rumor says my Bellamy, and yeah, just uh, look really looking forward to yep. this one. All right, so you're gonna get the bloody price all show too. Amazing. You don't see him drift in the fixed odds market like this. So like like it's doing. It's it's quite incredible. Yeah, this so. early as well. Yeah, like. it's just not something you you see. So. Yeah. Good stuff. But it's now time for, geez, I reckon the heart rate will be going before this race, lads. I'll tell you what. The uh, the Get Out Stakes, the P-E, no. They changed S- the name, didn't they? T-E-A-K-S. Sorry, Tommy, I had to concentrate. I get that wrong otherwise. Get Out Stakes brought to us by uh, our good friends, BJ. I thought you were going to call it the D-E-V-O-T. Uh, <laughs> the devoted or death uh, stakes, just, isn't it? Yeah, it's the... <laughs> <laughs> it's the it's the devoted or walk home stakes. Uh, so. The get out yeah. stakes, the uh, extremely popular get out stakes, is brought to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located Canningvale Markets, Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt, absolute champion. Uh, he him and his team run a tight ship out there at Market City Meats. So make sure that you uh, have that you drop in, say hello to Timmy and the crew. And uh, fill your boots out there at Market City Meets. Congratulations to episode 148 winner DJ Danielson, who was nearest the pin with his written matter prediction. So DJ cleaned up. Uh, he, he messaged me and said he was originally going to uh, be on Miss Vasari, but uh, for the uh, Leighton Johnson combination, but uh, noticed a bit of a, a pattern emerging later in the day. So he switched to written matter and uh, that was a wise move as he's collected the gourmet beef package from Market City Meats. Now, to enter the Get Out Stakes for Race 9, the Peters at Ascot this Saturday, send us a tweet at the 1-1-Pod. Let us know who you think wins Race 9 and a decimal winning margin, two decimal places preferred. And we can never, ever forget the Sam White rule. Tommy? Uh, first in best dress. First in best dressed. I can't remember the Peters ever being the last race of the day. So this is a first and uh, it's, a, it's a good one. We've got devoted, desperate for a start in the railway. This is a win and you're in. 
the repeaters. So you win the repeater stakes, you've got yourself a start in the railway stakes in seven days' time. So And second you might be in. Potentially, if, uh, look yes. At, I think a lot of them are looking at that. Search and Rocks definitely as well. Search and, and Rocks. Yeah, could be in the race. So. Interesting runner. Playing Marika as well. Um Last of the line was um, not quite sure. Tom might be able to fill us in a little bit more about last of the line situation, but he was a $8, $9 chance in the Asian bow, bungled the start and nothing really went right for him. He's out top weight, but really it's all about the wizard, Cerise and White, devoted, the vortex is spinning and the guru is sweating. Yeah, fucking bullets, BJ. Um, <laughs> I was just looking at E-Always, and every time I see the name E-Always, it reminds me of the time you said the um, the F word. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That was funny. Um, yeah, look, I, I hope uh, Devoto, well, I hope it goes better than me first bet at, uh, at Northern, their military power. How's that? We got the, we got the price. It just uh, couldn't get the job done, but yeah. Um, that's a completely unnecessary segue, and no one even probably knows. Can I throw in a segue about. when you? Yeah, yeah, go for it. I don't know where I'm going. Um, he often mentions that he always uh, slip of the tongue for Aww. me is Pete McCormick. He turned sixty yesterday. Oh. one of our one of our OG friends here I at the one he was one. Like Eighty. Scary. <laughs> Sixtieth <laughs> birthday for Pete I McCormick. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, one of the one of the. Uh, <laughs> One of the great guys are racing. Him and Scotty run the uh, McCormack bookmaking. So uh, make sure if you if you run into Pete at the races on Sunday, wish him a happy birthday. Yeah, hundred percent. Go and have a bet with him. He said anyone that wishes him happy birthday gets an extra two points. Yes. whatever they're uh, yeah. backing. So Actually, devoted, a roll, devoted would be yeah. the one because you're getting four bucks in. So. <laughs> or again, that's where you want to be. Uh, so ter- be going, Terry so. said. Terry, Terry said, <laughs> yeah. uh, dearie man. Um, oh, while we're on that note, I better say happy birthday to me, Mum, seventeenth. On Monday, so. Oh, happy How's birthday. that? Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So, what um, price will she get me devoted? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't really care about the birthdays, Terry. What will they be devoted? <laughs> will anybody give me two fifty? <laughs> Uh, yes, no, a lot of a lot of uh, excitement. Uh, excitement's the wrong word. I actually am quite nervous here. I, I've, I have gone over the top with Devoted for the Railway, um, shopping at various points and kept on going and I uh, sort of had sort of got in my mind that Pikey would be on, um, which excited me even more. Well, I'll say for those looking to back Devoted for the Railway now, I'd say you're far better off playing the all up rather than taking the five bucks. And there's obviously – so you'd back him this week at 220 or whatever and then back him next week in the railway at three, four, five bucks, whatever. He may well be. I'd suggest there's going to be far better value in um, in doing that. You could probably even halve your stake and get the same result, top thing, or halve, three-quarters your stake and get the same result. So, yeah, look, I, I'm – Longer devoted here than everybody else is. Um, I think devoted is the best horse by panels uh, thrown in at the weights, but it's just a speed map thing mm. for me. Everyone's under the impression that devoted should be following Let's Gallivant across and grabbing the one-one. I don't think that's just that just happens. Like things like I, I know it can happen, and, and I reckon Pike gets him in, but it just they doesn't just happen. Like playing Marika in two, Dom to shoot in one, jumped super at their last outings. He always is beginning really well these days. And I thought Search and Rocks they could be positive. Search and Rocks has led over twelve hundred. Yeah. Remember that day. Last um, Chili isn't hot. Chili yep. is hot. We'll all try and be more prominent. Than Ex- that, exactly right. So yes, Pike can if he jumps really well, and that's a big if because Devoted has been sloppy at times. I think Pike will get the best out of him early, but he'll have to watch Joey on his outside and just keep coming with him 
until he's let in, if that makes sense. What we have seen Devoto do in the past, um, which race was it, BJ, where we drew wide and got the 1-1? I think it was a rack and tour, wasn't it? He settled reasonably well and then let down. And mm. yes, I search knocks came at him late, mm. but I think just that little bit of work, you, oh, that was- The guineas. Yeah, that was the, the guineas, guineas, sorry, yeah. yeah. Um, but the rack and tours when he drew wide and came across, um, yeah, so anyway, I, I, I'm going to leave it up to, obviously, I don't have a say. <laughs> I love that. You're going to ring pipe? I feel, like, I feel like I'm the most invested in this out of everyone. Um, I'm going to leave it up to Bob. I'm going to leave it up to Pikey, but I'd sort of, I'd also be happy with a real cold ride here and just back yourself in late in the day. Make sure they're making some ground, but late in the day, just back yourself in to get past Let's Galavan and Cockney Crew who are out in front and um, we'll get past Search and Rocks and play Marika. I'm with so. you, Terry. I think it's, I think it's. Back half for devoted. Yep. Um, peeling, bang. Yep. And if he lands in the one one, I'm not going to be upset. And he's happy and cruising, and he wins by. I would love to see him. Win what about five, what about when they push forward? And he, six. What about he push forward three wide no cover? How, that will break me up. <laughs> Western Empire cock stakes all over again. Yeah. It's completely unnecessary. When you've, I just think go back and watch that replay and try and tell me he wasn't the best run in the Asian Bow by panels and panels and panels and panels and panels. He was just traveling so well. He was traveling a lot better than Search and Rocks. Um, but if you get caught deep and Search and Rocks has got cover, Search and Rocks will beat you home. It's that yeah. simple. Play and Reek will beat them both home. I think but. Search and Rocks is a massive chance of an upset here. Yeah. If um, Just on, on map and if if your devoter gets, you know, a couple of um, roadblocks, you know, there's the couple of horses there who are going to settle in front of devoted who could, could be – Pests, I suppose, from mm -hmm. a map point of view, and searching rocks is often gone. She's uh, she's pretty good when she's uh, when she's spot on. So, yeah, well, and, yeah. and Marika's career best at the moment. She's flying. Yeah, well, that's yeah. who I've I've tipped. Mm. I've tipped playing Marika each way. So my, I'll be honest, my market's two sixty devoted. I, I, I'm worried about the map. Yeah, I'm also probably in that negatively. I'm probably being no, I think optimistically that's pessimistic by marking it longer than I should and making sure I don't have to go this week and go next week <laughs> yeah. as well because I'll be I'll be on playing Marika each way here probably, but. I'll be cheering for Devoted. I'd love for on second or third playing Rika, but I'll be cheering for Devoted definitely because that's a far more um, important result. But I'm $6 search and rock. So looking at the market now, search and rock is out to sort of $9 playing Marika's 7 8 So it's swinging around a bit how you want to play it. But yeah. uh, geez, playing Marika, every run this prep has been huge. Flew from last on the worst part of the track past Treasured Star, got caught deep on the worst part of the track, kept coming, and then last start from absolutely no man's land, had Rockinori on its back and um, and let rip like that. We don't see playing Marika let rip like that. It's got gate speed. It can land right behind uh, the breeze horse, Let's Gallivant. Yeah. I think it will give it a little kick. It's nice and fit. It's going well. Um, and with only 54 on her back, if Troy, you probably want her going before yeah, the end. Off and gone. Yeah, yeah. Like she'll be super, super hard to catch if Devoted is um, – is out the back, so or if Devoto finds trouble, she's I going she's so going well back. that they ignored your advice to go to the Ascot Gold <laughs> I Cup. Wish they did, and, it would uh, be a general <laughs> dollar eighty pop. Oh my god, yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, yeah. and seven, seven days, I don't blame her. Seven days, no, you, she can win a railway, yeah. Like, I know she, you don't see many horses do what everyone, everyone was like, poo pooed the treasured star run because playing Marika belted, belted yeah, her, right? We need to focus on what just happened there, do we? I haven't had poo food for a long time. That's yeah, that's good. I just, I just haven't had poo food for a long time. Anyway, so. the, the maybe the she's just risen to another level, Marika, and that performance. You don't see many horses just whip around the field, have them covered, and just miss out on what was it a head bob? Yep. Last last Saturday, 
Real continuity with Troy Turner in the saddle as well. And, and again, the, stables, like we, the, the seven-day backups, her numbers, I actually didn't even get them this song so I do it every time she runs off them. Her numbers off seven days are completely and utterly like bonkers. Yeah, wild. Like they are wild. So, yeah, for me, just with the barrier, um, I'm like you're very short devoted, aren't you, Tommy? $1.85. Yeah, $1.80. Yeah. I'm, I'm more with you. Okay, I couldn't get it. Get him less than two fifty, just with the, the way that I've mapped this race. Mm -hmm. It just it, it gives you a good opportunity. I mean, yeah. So the options to play here for a betting point of view, it's obviously you could maybe back playing Marika and Search and Rocks, win only bet, but then you're taking on the best horse in the race, who yep. who very likely um, gets you, or you look to attack one of the two each each way in, in a race where I've got the three, and then sort of a bit of a gap to fourth. So that's probably the way to go. Yeah, I'm a bit different in that I've. Had some wishful thinking going on last night, and I've decided to map it how I, not only how I want, but also a dream, how map it a dream. <laughs> oh, actually, how I think. Eleven they, of them stand in the gates. Besides it, <laughs> I, I think it, oh, this is genuinely how I believe it will pan out. Of that, they will push forward with the intention of letting Lex Gallivant come across and give it cover. I think that's so how that's, that's how I think they'll want it. That's how I think they'll be going into this race. I think, and I, I think th they will. I will think that can eventuate. And from the one one, as much as you can. Take the view of oh well they've they don't want to overcook it and next start but like realistically I think if it does sit one one it doesn't have to cook itself I think it's just better than them and it'll it'll beat them by a length and a half not being asked for a heap of effort and your horses like searching rocks and play Marika will be behind them and you won't have to worry about them because they're not going to out sprint it when it lands one one soft so and settles and yeah and so I think. I think for me, like, if you look at last start as much as, even if it does go out, like, I actually don't care. Like, I really don't. Like, to be honest, I don't care where it settles because I think it wins regardless. Do you, okay, so mm, this is my one question to you, Tom. This is the big thing. If the horse goes forward and, as I said, just doesn't get in, like at Western Empire take two um, in the Cox Stakes. Cox uh, Stakes? Was uh, it was it Kingston Town. Kingston Town, yeah. sorry, jeez. <clears throat> um, if it does go forward and has to sit three no, does it still win? So who's in that in this scenario? Who sits one one? Playing Marika, searching from two. Playing Marika, from yeah, because Dom Dom shoot will kick up from yep. one. All right. So if I'm Pike in that circumstance, I'm three wide, no cover. I can make sure that that horse is the last horse out, and I know that that's oh, my danger, Jesus. and I know that Search and Rocks is going to be behind. Dude, that's dude, dude, and, I, and, I, and I still think that he beats him because no. you know that the horses behind rely on The way he gets beaten is, is getting caught three deep, no cover. I, probably that's the way he gets beaten, but I don't think he does. <sighs> I hope so. I, as you can tell, I've got too much on. I'm just- <laughs> I just think it's- Are, you, are, you, are you racing on Sunday, Terry? Am I- Will uh, you be No, I wasn't booked. Park was booked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, well, be there. Very, very likely, yep. yep. Right. We'll definitely be there for the next four, but oh, this, uh, is gonna be, this is going to be all-time yeah. Sunday. I do think, though, if, we, if this was two weeks ago, this race, this exact field, the exact setup, exact same barrier, right, you would have devoted a mark to $1.80. I think you I think you look at it differently based on Yeah, 100%. Fear. I think you've packed yep. your DAX. <laughs> I don't mind that. Yeah. That genuinely, I think, yep. is it like- No, I reckon, I reckon you bang on. Point. I reckon you bang on. I often say I find it hard to mark my own horses like, yeah. in races. Like sometimes I'm too nice to them. Often I'm too harsh to them. I feel like this is one of my own horses. <laughs> but, he, but he's devoted that much better than than a Searching Rocks and those just, types of horses? Just what I, since it's gone to Michael Grantham, what I've seen, it's the tactical speed aspect. It's the way it was going to let down last start. It was the trials, the trial against Resort Man. It should have um, won last start by- 
This is to one of those Bobby horses, like a don't forget um, Regal Power, Western Empire. They were nice horses. Yeah, they were Derby winners though. They were nice horses. Mm. They were progressive horses, but they got better every prep. And this is the prep they get their best usually as a four year old, four or five year old. So, um, yeah, I just I just see the progression, but yeah, I don't think we can win three deep no cover. Do you think that's a question for you? Do you think it can win three deep no cover? No, no, no. I don't think I don't think <clears throat> I don't think Bob's horses without cover. Uh, I think there's just, just apart from real danger. <laughs> yeah, it might be the the outlier, yeah, but it should um, be in the right way. <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to be back in Plain Marika and Searching Rocks. I reckon mm-hmm. so. That's the way I'm going to go. I, I think Devoted is high quality, but I don't know. I'm, I'm yet to think that he's has, has got. Panels on this field. I think there's not a lot between your search and rocks. And but oh, um, if he draws two, I mark it a dollar fifty. Yeah. Mm. Okay. It's all about the gate here. So anyway, did we come up with anything then? Playing Marika each way. Yeah. Jadavi save search and rocks. Jadavi at the front. Jadavi for Kev. Jadavi. What's so? What's the plan? So I think Kev's saddling up Jadavi. Kev he would have fell off riding Jadavi as well. Gets a few more points. Um, so a lot of these, what are they going to do? Last of the line, Jadavi, Nerf Bosk, Platoon, uh, E always, Dom to shoot, let's gallivant. Uh, all uh, currently big chance of getting a start in the railer, mm-hmm. I reckon, all of them, 89 plus. Um, do they back up off seven days? Do they see how they go? I know that Stevie mentioned to us in the podcast last week. Um, that Railway is unlikely for Platoon. That with Platoon, yeah. they might, yeah, just look to dodge some and just go races where they can actually win a race, which, which makes a lot of sense. So- Devoted may well lose here and still get Find a its way in, in yeah. the railway. As I said, I think if Devoted Search and Rocks run one, two in either order, I think they both get a run. Okay. That's my feel looking at the final market. I've got Devoted 14th. Big race. Now. This is a huge race shaper yeah. for uh, for what's to come. So uh, big race for Terry's, Tommy's wallets, I think. So, um, and many other uh, futures punters, but cracking way to end a fantastic day of racing and uh we better take a break and come back with our betfair bests our maddies and our lays all right gents a very important stage of the podcast it's our betfair best betting propositions for placid arc stakes day tommy johnston what's your betfair best my betfair best comes up in the champion fillies in vampire play i think the $3 on offer, I don't think it'll be their race. I think it'll start close to favourite. I'm 240, so that's the way I'll go. Tage? Vampy at play for me as well. Very keen. Yeah, I've got Vampy at play in my uh, written preview as my best. But you know what? Just just for the just for a little bit of a, a POD, um, I'm going to go key trade in the first. I'm, I'm super confident we'll get the chockies at No, we're 12, starting with best, not late. Well, dollars <laughs> each way, I reckon. And uh, I reckon that's, imagine just, imagine that's the what, best. Imagine if, if this wins. I'll, be, start I'll, I'll, be, I'll find a rock to stand on and say, I am the pinnacle. Uh, <laughs> I should have thought about that a little bit better. I'll, I'll come up with something. But uh, yeah, vampire play and key trade, getting the double. Very good. Uh, 30 to 1. Madness. So we're looking at something currently. 20 to uh, 20 to one, 21 dollars plus. Go the lays first. I always find the lays are the most boring aspect, so save the maddies for the end. All right, go. Okay. <laughs> I don't really have a lay. I'm, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna for a sense for, for theater, and I reckon it's too short in the last devoted. Fuck off, BJ. <laughs> yeah. Go on, go on, fuck yourself. Uh, Tommy, Tommy. uh, my <laughs> I'll lay two, I'll lay Miss Kentucky to place. 
And I'll also lay uh, Colossal to place as well. Very good. And the, the, yeah, you're actually going to do that, aren't you? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, I'll go down a similar path and I'll lay stuff at Lad to place at about a Oh, yeah. Treble, actually. So, that, yeah. that can yeah. get thrown in. Just all up them. So, probably all up the window. Sorry, now, actually. Might be okay. Is <laughs> <laughs> that something on the uh, on the straight thrower? Uh, have we done the Maddie's yet? No, yeah. we didn't. We skipped it. We've circled reason. back. BJ, who's your Maddie? Race three, number 14, Mama Tembu is my Maddie. Oh, MT. Tom Tom. Far out. Um, GPS. I don't know. It's hot. Right now, I know everyone's excuse. Bit of a smorgasbord, isn't there, with Maddie's? I'm, I'm real big we're, on the eight to, yeah, eight to twelve, like fifteen dollar bracket. Mm. Um, mm. But for it's not really Maddie, but Groundbreaker, I think uh, that's on that was borderline my best. Um, so Groundbreaker and throw it into all show the place, and that gets you twenty something. Get out there, yeah. This Tommy used to be a, a man. You'd say uh, <laughs> throw it into the wing, take the sixty to one. Not Throw it into We're not here for the win supporters, are we? Here's another ten dollar one I've tipped. Yeah. No, win of all show. No, not enough. No. Oh, sorry, I lie. I'll go Gemma's son into um there Groundbreaker. Big boy fans. There we go. 130s on offer. Probably maybe a bit more than that, I reckon, by the time they jump. What is um, it, if that gets up, where does everyone send their Christmas cards? Ah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Tommy Johnson Bloodstock on uh, on Twitter, punters. That would be something else. Guru. Uh, 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 well, I'll just go with a flat out $20 pop. We'll go with uh, Utgard Loki in, in race number five. I think it can tag Buster Bash. Yep. And while I do like Buster, uh, I think Utgard Loki was, was ready to go well first up. Just found a good track. So nice map. Uh, we'll go through the 30. Cool.